Don't ever laugh as a hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. They wrap you up in bloody sheets to drop you six feet under wings. They put you in Tonight, on the Midnight Train podcast, Mr. Moody has decided to do a surprise episode for Jonathan. So, here it goes. Blindly walking into a moody shitstorm. Warning. Listener discretion is advised. So, calm down, Karen. The worms play pinnacle on your snout. They eat your eyes, they eat your nose. As you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes. Choose through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease and pus pours out like melted cheese. Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. You guys know what that means. We make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I'm your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. Oh, you get the wrong applause today. It's wow. full blown. Does that feel good? I got the full one. Does that feel good? Oh, yeah. yeah there you go, buddy. Man, they like me. They really like Sarah, me. Let's not, let's not get too carried oh, away. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and of course, with me as always is my co host. It's Mr. Moody. Who also gets one. Yeah, both getting long applause today. Both getting a long applause. Awesome. Today. So, how's it going, man? It's going well. Yeah? Yep. How's so it going uh, with you, buddy, it's it's going. It's you uh, look nervous over there. I am, <laughs> <laughs> I am a bit nervous. If you guys are uh, wondering, <laughs> if you're new here, if you're not, well, uh, if you're new here, welcome. Um, if you're not, welcome Glad back. To yeah, yeah. Uh, we're uh, doing something different, which I'm <laughs> a little uncomfortable with. Is that I have no idea what this episode is going to be about. I still have yet to send you the notes. Boy. I literally have no clue what not it is. Yet. And I'm a I did this episode bit nervous. for you, buddy. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous. You shouldn't be. A little bit. The only thing you should be nervous about is all the fuck-ups that you weren't able to catch before we start the episode. Fuck. So, yes. <laughs> so, Mr. Moody decided he wanted to do one and surprise me on this, which apparently it seems to be the uh, ongoing thing where people like, uh, want, you know, my wife and Bill and all those guys, yeah. they want to do one and not tell me about it. And Perfect. I don't fucking like it. <laughs> That's why we're doing it, buddy. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Call me a control freak. <laughs> Call me whatever you want. <laughs> But I like to be prepared. Well, we'll see like how this know. one goes, and we'll go from there. Yeah, so so that's what we're doing, right? <laughs> yep, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I am so, like, uncomfortable with this. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> All week long, I'm like, what the fuck could it be? I looked over it a couple of times. I'm sure there's still some fuck-ups in there, I'm but sure there I, I got rid of the... There was one major one that I caught, so yeah. we're good. All right. I think. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Now, I'm not even joking. Like, I don't know if this is a supernatural one, if this is a uh, true crime, if this is uh, aliens. If you have this not, is, he has no idea. Yet. If, yeah, if this is a hit. I have no fucking idea. Could be anything. <laughs> so, passengers, um, you're going on this with me. And, yeah. Uh, yep, I'll tell I, you what. Here, I'm going to send it to you right now. Are you ready for it? Uh, right now? Yeah. Are, are unless you, you got what you, you finish your piece. All right. Why don't we finish the over. opening here? Send it to me in the drink pot. All right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah perfect. there you go. 
So you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a couple of musicians and assholes and love history and cannot get enough of the mysterious. Mm-hmm. We want you to know how much it means to us that you're listening to us at this very moment because it does. It means the world to us. Absolutely. Your reviews and support really do make all of the hard work worthwhile. And in saying that, please stop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review if you can. It helps for some reason. We have no idea. Well, we, we kind of know. It just helps build up shit. It's science. It's science. It's, it's right? science. <laughs> science. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we, we don't know. We have no idea. But yeah, if you can she do that, be blinded great. me. <laughs> With science. <laughs> do, 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 do. Sorry. Uh, you can leave any review you'd like, obviously. Um, today, you can say, what the fuck was that? <laughs> You might after this. Who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, what the? I don't know. Actually, I don't think you can. I don't think you can swear on reviews. No, not on the reviews. And iTunes. I just no. realized that. And so here we are coming up on our 100th episode, and we keep telling people, like, hey, tell us to fuck 90, off. This is 97. Yeah, this is 97. Yeah. And we keep Three telling more. people to tell us to fuck off, and they can't actually put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's better that way. Yeah, it's probably better. Yeah. Anyway, leave whatever you want. Say hi. Say thanks, you know, for, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. You can also find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. By the way, this is how old I am. I had never started my own playlist on Spotify. Oh, I don't either. And I just learned how to do it the other day. My <laughs> I son. know how to do it, but yeah. I'm too lazy to do it. So, Well, I started going down the old school, like mid or early, actually, yeah. So like the 90s hip hop. Nice. I went way down that. Way deep, huh? I'm talking deep. I do that every once in a while at work. Like I'll put one on and just let the, let it play. Yeah. And, like, and oh, so the, the, the playlist is called That Hype Shit. <laughs> And dude, I'm talking, I've, I'm going from diggable planets to, nice. to, uh, I mean, dude, if I read off my freaking playlist here right now, you'd be yeah, like, what the fuck? That's awesome. Diggable and, planets were awesome, dude. And so I keep telling everybody, like all my friends about it, they're like, dude, you got to send me the playlist. So that playlist is floating around with like, I don't know how all my friends have that <laughs> playlist. Good, yeah. It's pretty badass. So I'm kind of stoked about my new playlist. Thank yeah, you. you. You should feel good about I it. I do. I do feel good. Yeah. So anyway, follow us on there, you know, <laughs> click the like button, click the follow button and you'll get each episode as they are released. And John will send you his nineties hip hop playlist. Yeah. If you guys want it, I'll totally yeah, send it. I'll share it to everybody. Yeah. Cause go, it's buddy. fucking, it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Patreon pro- uh, producers, <laughs> you beautiful, beautiful fucking people that we love so much. You guys are going to get, uh, the, uh, the episode I was talking about on the, uh, the top, uh, haunted paintings. Yeah. And we are going to have that wrapped up for you guys soon. And we will send that over I so have, you guys can listen. I have yet to find my computer. So the Harvey Milk one's still up in the air, but, but did your kids like hock it or something? I don't know, dude. I got piles of shit all over my house right now. So it could be anywhere. No, but I do this, this new episode Mm -hmm. spawned a couple of new ones that I'm going to be looking into. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. A couple of cool things that I think I might do. I'm excited. Yeah, so if you guys want to sign up for all the bonus materials, you can sign up over at patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast or head over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com, pick up some merchandise and sign up there. You know, it's the best way to go because if you try to search us, it's not going to come up because we're adult content. Yeah, because for we whatever say fucking reason. Fuck. Do a we lot. though? I mean, we don't really say it a lot. And what's a lot though? That's what I'm saying. Like compared to like. Goodfellas or something? <laughs> probably not as much. No. But compared to like, you know, Gandhi, it's probably, probably a little more. Yeah. I wonder if he ever swore in his life. He may have. He'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? He just comes walking up. <laughs> Gandhi, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm great. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is everybody here? <laughs> I don't know. That's I picture, not even... I picture that Gandhi like the version from uh, UHF. 
He's like shooting people. Absolutely. God, I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, So anyway, you guys can sign up on our official Facebook grape. uh, grape. (laughs) Our official grape page as well. Oh, my kids would love it. Yeah, grapes. Grapes are delicious. Our group page. Fuck. And uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of memes, a lot of bullshit. It's stupid great. So uh, just go on to Facebook and uh, look up the Midnight Train podcast official group forum. I believe is what's going. Yeah, have fun with us. Just don't be a dick, right? I mean, I'm a dick. You're an asshole. There's a difference. It's true. Yeah. And I'm really only an asshole to you, so this is very true. At least in the forum or chainsaw. Correct. (laughs) Poor chainsaw. (laughs) So all right, let's turn down the lights. All right. Adjust our seats. Okay. Grab a drink. Let's. And let's get spooky, but first, <laughs> here's a toast. Wait, 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 hold on. Or should I say, let's get whatever movie. Let's, let's figure out what the episode is <laughs> about. Let's figure out what the episode is. <laughs> but first, here's a toast, all you beautiful motherfuckers. Ah. Ooh, this is... This is dark, mysterious. So it's skipping. <laughs> it's the record is. Sk- <laughs> Do you think this is gonna? I don't know. I'm waiting for it. You to think drop. it's gonna drop? I'm saying right about now. Oh. Oh boy. I like that bass line. That's. I really hope this is leading into whatever we're gonna be doing because this is pretty like. Kind of. Like, it's kind of spooky. I hear. Kind of ethereal, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Suma Dawn. It's haunting, if you will. Oh, boy. Yeah? Is that where we're going? <laughs> I, <laughs> I sent it to you. You'll All just right. have to see, so, buddy. So I'm opening up my email right now. And... No! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I didn't even know this was a thing! <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Surprise! Oh, I'm so excited about this now. That's why I said you'll probably, you might know a couple of them. Ah, hey, I'm super excited about this. I don't know if I know, I'm going to one coming up here soon. Are you? Yeah. All right. But that in, in like Chillicothe or something like that? That one, if that's what I think it is, it, it came, that one came up a couple of times, but I don't know, couldn't find any conclusive evidence. All right. All right. So as it says in my notes here, it what says, does it say in your notes? It says surprise. <laughs> it says this week is a surprise episode for, of course, me. And this week we are exploring the wonderful world of hauntings. These hauntings take place at some of my favorite places. No, it's not my little pony conventions. It's my second favorite thing. Brewery. Yeah, buddy. High five for this All one, right. dude. So stoked. All I right. You'd like it. Yeah. That's right, we're talking about haunted breweries this week. After discovering that we may be psychos after last week, we figured it was a good week for something fun. So without further ado, let's get wasted. I, I mean, uh, let's check yeah. out some haunted breweries. Yeah, right? absolutely. Right, that's absolutely. what I want to do. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to get wasted. That would be horrible. Oh, Which, absolutely. by the way, High Life, where you at? We're drinking you tonight. We got High Life yeah. again. Yeah. We're we drinking the, the 16-ouncers. The champagne. Champagne and the beers. And then... Uh, Sayer Brewing is going to be doing Sayer Low Life. That's right. The Kamchatka of beer. Yeah. yeah. It's almost cough syrup, remember? It's, <laughs> it's almost cough syrup. That's <laughs> yeah, <it's> so funny. <laughs> mm. Sayer Low Life. You might as well drink hairspray. 
<laughs> it's going to be the world's first purposely shitty tasting beer. <laughs> like literally just made to taste like absolute shit. So how's shit. it taste? Tastes like shit. Yes! <laughs> then we did our jobs. <laughs> so our first stop is in good old Savannah, Georgia. We're taking a look at Moon River Brewing Company. Have you ever heard of Moon River? Never heard of Moon River. Okay. They seem to be a pretty big... uh, Yeah? I've heard of them. I've heard the name before. Down in Savannah? Before I was doing this, yeah. I like Savannah. Savannah's a nice place. I've never been to Savannah. Have I? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's nice. The Moon River Brewing Company is located in the 21st... uh, In the 21 West Bay Street building. Yeah, there it goes. 21 West Bay Street is a historic building located a block south of the Savannah River in, in the Savannah Historic District. The building's date, uh, dated from uh, 1821. Damn, so it's, it's old. old building. Yeah. There's a lot of old buildings today. Housed in one of the oldest, most historic, and genuinely haunted buildings in Savannah, we invite you to experience the history in our excellent food and handcrafted beers firsthand. That is came that from say? their website, yeah. Oh, that's nice. They want you to go there and check experience out their food. Experience the and history and try not to die. Yeah. Mm, it's special. It says it on their menu. It does. It does. Handcrafted. <laughs> and not to die. No. Sorry. It all started with uh, Alazar, 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 Alazar early. Alazar? Alazar. I don't know. It's a weird name. I don't know. I've never even heard of that name before. No, I haven't. I like Alazar. Alazar? Alazar early. A native of Charleston, South Carolina, who constructed (laughs) their building as the City Hotel in 1821. Not only was it the first hotel in Savannah, but it was home to the first branch of the United States Post Office in Savannah. Boom. Look at that. Yep. A lot of history there. It also served as a branch of the Bank Mm -hmm. of the United States. Must have been a convenient uh, having a hotel, post office, bank, and bar all under one roof. That sounds fantastic. You can get hammered, mail your shit out, and then go sleep it off. Right? And you can get money out, too. Yeah, so you can actually, like... So you could waste all your money at the bar, because you could get drunk, go get more money, get drunker, mail out a package, and then go sleep it off. All on one roof. Yeah. Without even leaving. And you have to leave. That's pretty amazing. Sounds good to me. I like that. During the hotel's tenure, many notable people stayed at the hotel. The guests included War of 1812 hero Winfield Scott, the Marquis de Lafayette, the Ooh. first three Commodore of the United Sta- uh, States Navy. Is that the band, the Commodores? I, I hope so. Lionel Richie, is he yeah, in there? Yeah, he stayed yeah. there, I think. Yeah. That'd be amazing <laughs> if he did. Freaking Lionel he Richie. may have, you yeah. never know. Yeah, that's true. And naturalist James Audubon. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's Audubon. got a park. Yeah? Down in New Orleans, they got Audubon Park. Oh, I don't know yeah. anything about that. Stuff. Their zoo is Audubon Zoo. Isn't Audubon? Audubon why do I know There's that? There's like a society, too, like the Audubon yeah. Society. Is that from It's him? all the same shit. Yeah, oh, okay. same guy. He, he did all that He's nature. He's a famous naturalist. He did all that nature stuff, you know. Yeah, well, good for him. Save the animals. Yeah. Audubon stayed six months at the hotel while attempting to sell books of his wildlife sketches. <laughs> Notice it says attempting. Yeah. I wonder if he actually sold any. No, he didn't. I mean, obviously, he did something. That's why he was only there for six months. He'd been there longer if he actually sold something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In 1851, Peter Wiltberger bought the city hotel. He renovated it and put a, a live lion and lioness on display to draw attention to his business. That sounds horrible. It does sound fucking awful. The city uh, hotel's final guest checked out on 1864, just before the arrival of General, General Tecumseh Sherman during the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> Jesus. And the subsequent closing of the hotel. The building also served as a hospital yeah. during Savannah's numerous yellow fever outbreaks. Do they really? Is, is that what they called the Civil War? Is that what they're calling it? Or is that something that I don't know about? The the, the War, War of Northern, Northern Aggression? Aggression? It's because you're in Savannah, Georgia? Is that what they're calling it? I don't You have to look that up now. That 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 needs to be looked up right now. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if they called it that. Up, dude. 
I mean, I glanced right over that when I was writing it. I didn't even think twice about it. Now that I'm hearing it out loud, though, it kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense. I mean, if you're in the South, you're saying that it was Northern aggression. I guess, dude. That has to be the fucking Civil War. (laughs) Keep going. I'll find it. All right. Well, hundreds of people, mostly children, reportedly died, unfortunately, on the upper floors of the building during these outbreaks when the uh, building functioned as a makeshift hospital. It is not surprising that children's spirits are often seen in the Moon River Brewing Company. So that would make sense. There was a lot of, you know, yellow fever outbreaks and you know how that goes. Yeah. You know, at the turn of the century, the building was used as a lumber and coal warehouse. As the use of coal slowly died off, the building was used for general storage. In the 1960s, the space was renovated as an office supply store complete with a large printing press. What's it say? It it is a civil war, isn't it? It is, dude. (laughs) The name The War of Northern Aggression has been used to indicate that the Union was the belligerent party in the war. The name arose in the 1950s during the Jim Crow era when it was coined by segregationists who tried to equate contemporary efforts to end segregation with 19th century efforts to abolish slavery. Okay, so kids in Savannah, they go to school. So I didn't mean to put that in there. I apologize. I wasn't paying attention. That sounds pretty dick, though. (laughs) Students, please uh, take out your books. We're going to be discussing the Fuck the Yankees War. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) That's fucked up, dude. That's pretty fucked up. I mean, it's funny. I I guess. I I understand it. Why'd you put that on a website for a business? (laughs) Because they're in the South, I guess. That's right. That shit from History of the Building. It's, it's so fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> so if you're not from the United States <laughs> and you're not familiar with the Civil War where the North and the South territories decided to go at it, you know. Sherman's the one that fucking burned everything down, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, apparently uh, the, the the South referred to it as go fuck yourself Northerns. Apparently, man. Yeah, that's you're still um, hanging on to that. <laughs> A <laughs> little tether, a little tether going on. <laughs> I was not familiar with that. At the I've never this, heard that before. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucked up. So the building sat empty until 1995 when it was renovated into its current configuration as a brew pub. Yay! Much, much better than anything yes, else that's been yes. so far. The Moon River Brewing Company debuted in this space on April 10th, 1999 and welcomes all who pass by. So there you can see there's quite a bit of history with this building. Now, a bit about the brewery, which I'm very intrigued by. Moon River Brewing Company opened to the public in 1999 on the site of the former Oglethorpe Brewing Company. I got that. What movie is that from? Isn't there somebody named Oglethorpe and like, it's at Trading Places? Isn't the one dude named Oglethorpe? It's Winthrop. Who's the other one then? What's Oglethorpe in? Okay, it's Winthrop. And oh my God, I just saw. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Everyone's out <laughs> there right now. I, I feel like Oglethorpe was like a fat kid in a movie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think he was. I think he was like a fat kid in like a movie. Gotta go and find out that. God damn this episode. Oglethorpe. Already. So, anyway, this, that happened uh, in the, yeah, the brewing company, or whatever. So, 2010, the brewery won a gold medal for its Rosemary India Pale Ale. Might have been bad news, Bears. I'm gonna look, though. Okay, that sounds about right. In the herb and spice or chocolate beer category. <laughs> Did I fuck something up? No, it's just oh. what a category. So it's the herb and spice or chocolate beer category. Yeah. Seems a bit polar on the. This is kind of weird. The taste sensations. Oh there, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. At the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. So that's where they won that in two thousand three. The brewery was voted number twenty eight on the top fifty American brew pubs in the United States by BeerAdvocate.com. And if you don't know about Beer Advocate, they're one of the most popular like beer. Um, online scenes 
ever, like ever. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. It was bad news bears, by the way. Was it? Mm-hmm. His name was actually Oglethorpe. His name's Oglethorpe. Wow, good, good catch. He was uh, a fa- he was a fat kid too. That's good on you. He's the catcher. Good on you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. In 2014, the brewery won a gold medal for its bomb, an Irish style stout at the World Beer Cup. Don't know if that's the greatest name for an Irish style know, beer. Right, yeah. Okay. So they're they're edgy. They I'm, feeling they're, I'm feeling they're pretty edgy down yeah, there. Yeah, I like it. Jesus. 2017, Moon River Brewing Company took home a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival for their Ooh. wild, wacky wit in the Belgian-style wit beer category. Along with the medal, they were also awarded Best Mid-Size Brew Pub and Mid-Size Brew Pub Brewer of the Year. It, These guys are doing awesome. I've never even this heard of the them. Only, this was the only one of all the ones that I did that I've heard of. Oh, you have heard of these? I heard of them before I did this, yeah. Oh, I've never heard of these guys before. That's weird. So now that we know the history of the building and a little bit about the brewery, let's talk about the good stuff. You know, why we're here. Why are we here? The haunting. Okay, okay. There are many people who will tell you that the ghosts only are left behind when a person dies a tragic or violent death. If that is true, then the Moon River Brewing Company may very well be a deeply haunted place. Enough violence has taken place inside the building to easily leave several restless spirits behind. As we all know, that's typically how it happens, right? Yeah, yeah. The hundreds of children who died of yellow fever are the most numerous deaths that took place. Though it was mostly children who perished, many adults also died on the top floors of the brewery. Dying young and sick is always a tragedy and might just be enough to leave behind a few ghosts, I would say so. Probably. Yes. Most. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say that's good odds. Mm, yeah. If if yeah. ghosts were to appear, that would probably be. Sure. Do you know that Einstein actually believed that ghosts would uh, existed? Because they do exist. Okay. The building was used as a hospital quite a few times as yellow fever kept hitting Savannah. This meant that an impromptu hospital had to be constructed in order to treat and house all of the children falling sick. The amount of people who died of yellow fever during separate outbreaks is alarming and tragic. More uh, vindictive? More? Oh, yeah. More vindictive acts of violence. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> of violence included a shooting of a known town vagrant in 1832. Eh, he's a vagrant. Yeah, I mean, what does that mean? He's just homeless? I don't know. Dirty homeless guy. <laughs> you just shot the guy. <laughs> Cleaning up the town. Where are you going? Nowhere. I got no place to be. Oh, yeah? That sounds horrible. Savannah, what the fuck are we doing? In 1832, a doctor by the name of Dr. Philip Minus, that's pretty awesome, shot a drunk man named James Stark inside the then hotel. James Stark was a known... You say Phil Minus really quickly. Phil Minus? <laughs> and maybe a little drunk. <laughs> what? Phil Minus. <laughs> if you said it Southern, out there's Phil Minus. Phil <laughs> Minus. Uh, he was Sorry. known as a drunken troublemaker who seemed to have a reputation for insulting people and hated pe- uh, hated by the people of Savannah. So, of course, this guy fucking did him in. See, he was a dirty vagrant. Yeah. Fuck him. After Dr. Minus shot Stark, he insisted that he had seen Stark going for his gun first. <laughs> of course he did. Dr. Minus was quickly acquitted of the crime as Stark was not liked in the town and Savannah needed a doctor. <laughs> we, can't, we can't convict him, then we don't have a doctor. What are we going to do? I think he's all right. Yeah, I, we were, we were going to hang him, but I'm uh, pretty sure Priscilla over there needs her tooth pulled. So, yeah, he's, she, he'll be all right. <laughs> so fucking I mean, ridiculous. he was just a vagrant anyway. Right. An unpunished murder could be <laughs> enough to leave a man who was known to be angry in life behind to cause more trouble in death. Okay. So that makes sense. The guy was kind of an angry bastard and yeah. he got shot. And Dr. Myanus fucking killed him. <laughs> Minus. Minus. 
<laughs> Jesus. One of the biggest acts of violence that occurred in the walls of the brewery took place in 1860. The Civil War had not yet started, but there was already a clear hatred for Yankees in Georgia. And no, not the baseball team. Even I was going to say, people hated them back then? I mean... Probably. Yeah, they would have. They definitely would have. Yeah. A, a Yankee by the name of James Sinclair came into town and decided to stay at the city hotel. Oh, oh, oh no, he didn't. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no, you. Oh. Where's, where's Dr. Minus? <laughs> Dr. Minus, where are you at? <laughs> the residents of Savannah were furious at the thought of having a Yankee in their how, midst. How ridiculous is that, dude? <laughs> you mean there's a Yankee? Where's he from? I don't know, somewhere up north. Get him! <laughs> the people of Savannah tried to pressure Sinclair into leaving the town of his own accord, but he refused. The anger and hate of a Yankee in town were enough to cause a mob to form in the streets of Savannah. Mobs. Always good. The Lynch mob. Great group, by the way. George Lynch. Are you talking about the rap group oh, yeah, or are you talking about, about the metal group? Told you, man. I'm on this hip-hop the kick right now. Group. No, they're good, too. They're both good. I love Lynch mob. Yeah. Sorry, we we all know that's Ice Cube, Lunch Mob. Yeah. yeah. Lunch I, Mob, Gorillas in the Mist. Dude, he was like a part of so much good shit. Ice Cube? West Side Connection. Oh, yeah. <sighs> who was that that was in? Dub C. Uh, with, uh, who was the other rapper in West Side? There was, there was three of them. It was um, Ice Cube, fucking, um, oh, I can't even think E-40. of E-40. No. Yeah, it was E-40, I thought. I think so. You sure? Was it E-40? I think it's E-40. I don't fucking remember. Whatever. Westside. Anyway, <laughs> here we are, just the two of the biggest nerds ever, and here we're talking about Westside Connection. Anyway, the lynch mob marched through the city and into the hotel. They dragged Sinclair into the streets outside of the building where they stripped and beat him. Sinclair lived through the incident but was beaten near enough to, point of the, uh, to the point of death that the violent experience might have caused him to come back and haunt where his tragedy took place. Okay, that seems what? like it might be a stretch. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Why, why, why you got to strip him before you beat him, though? <laughs> Tag his clothes off because it's embarrassing. I guess. It's like back when they what used if he to... had a huge dick, though? And they're like, they strip him, and they're like, all right, put that shit back in. Yeah, yeah, wait, now, now we have to kill you. <laughs> That man's pecker's he's, bigger than everyone in town. He's making us look bad. <laughs> now we gotta kill him. Even the horse is embarrassed. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so anyway, I highly doubt that his spirit would come back after this. But who knows? Maybe it's very possible. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, you never. Uh, that one's definitely a stretch. But uh, you know, yeah. you never know. There's still violent acts like around the hotel. A lot yeah. of violent energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's energy. It's negative energy, right? <laughs> Starting at the bottom of things means beginning with the ghosts that haunt the basement of the Moon River Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. Arguably, the most famous ghost of the brewing company is named Toby. Yikes. And is often seen wandering in the basement. This is one of the ghosts that the staff saw often enough they decided he deserved a name. Aww. <laughs> a precious. <laughs> like a fucking pet dog. And mildly horrifying. The yeah. basement is widely regarded as the most active floor in the brewery. It might, have the uh, might not have the feeling of the top floor or the violent history of the other floors, but it certainly has the most ghost encounters. Toby is known to brush up against the people playing in the billiard room or get frustrated and push them. <laughs> he's just trying to get by. This guy's playing pool. Toby just wants to get by. But yeah, he's, he's saying, excuse me, but you can't hear him. <laughs> right. Right. He's, he's like, what the fuck? Just go! Yeah, he's being polite. He's like that dude from Ghost that freaks out. <laughs> You know what I mean? On the subway? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. It happens. There are a few people who will tell you that slaves were kept in the basement. Oh, my God. Just 
which would certainly be a reason for a haunting, but there is no evidence this is true. There you go. See? Oh, boy. Well, See? You feel you know, a little bit better now. Just because the name With of the, the ghost. With the Toby thing? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I was feeling a little bit a little bit rough on that one. It's okay. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. People who have uh, been in the basement of the brewery have report, uh, reported many different signs of uh, a haunting. These signs include sudden coldness. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. They are in a basement, though. Um, bottles falling or being thrown. Mm, suspect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the feeling of being touched by someone who is not there. Toby. So, you know, kind of like, you know, jail. You know. Touched by an angel? Toby. <laughs> touched by a Toby? <laughs> <laughs> that's my Toby. And he's that's, probably just like that. Sounds like something completely yeah, different. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I would not look that up on like Pornhub <laughs> if I were you. Yeah, just don't do that. Might be getting the FBI at your house pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're innocent here, folks. So the second floor of the brewery is also known for having many strange occurrences. This is the floor where James Stark was shot by Doctor Minus. <laughs> Every time you hear it now, it's, it's there. It's there. It's a, it's it, it's just etched in my brain. It's my anus. <laughs> there are different reports of where exactly the shooting took place, but they all seem to agree it was somewhere on the main floor. Many people believe that Stark is the reason many people report liquor bottles being thrown. He's just pissed. <laughs> just launching bottles. You motherfuckers! <laughs> Son of a bitch. There are also those who believe he is the reason for some of the more violent reports of grabbing, hitting, and pushing that people experience while inside the brewery. The main floor is also where the dining room is placed. There have been a few patrons who have said that they felt someone touched them while they were eating, but no one was around them. Several women have also complained of feeling cold in the bathroom or being locked into a stall. Hey, hey. We all the women complain about being cold all the time anyways. Am I right? Yes, Am yes, I right? Yeah, I, I, Sorry, ladies. <laughs> it's true, though. You know it it's is true. true. It is true. You're always cold. You're always cold, women. Why are you always cold? I wonder why that is. Because they're smaller? They have less? <laughs> no? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just digging a hole today. That was pretty, that was pretty not good. He's an all hate mail to Moody at. No, I'm just dude, kidding. I would love some hate. Dude, I, I kind of want some hate now. Do you really? It means we've made it. Is that what that means? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's... I think it means you made it. When people start hating you, that means you made it. Like, when you get haters, like, legit haters, it means you're doing it right, bud. Okay, well, started from the bottom, now I'm here, right? Sure. Sorry, it's the hip. i just been... I'm... That's not even 90s. That's like five know, years ago. I know. It's just there. Several women have also complained of feeling cold in the bathroom, like I said, or locked into a, to, into a stall, which is completely fucked up if someone would actually lock into the stall. <laughs> this floor might not be the most haunted room in the building, likely because it is so busy with people, but it has its fair share of activity. The top two floors are known to have more violent encounters than those, than those happen in the basement or even the main floor. A full-body apparition is known as the Woman in White and has been seen on the third floor several times by many different people. She is one of the most well-known ghosts of the brewery and is sometimes referred to as Mrs. Johnson. So, they're just naming all these motherfuckers? I guess, dude. I don't know. I'll go here. I'm sorry, Miss Johnson. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing, but I'm like, no, it's Jackson. I can't do that. <laughs> I can still do it. I'm sorry. It's just I, 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 Anyway, the third floor is one of the, uh, the floors where many children died of yellow fever. This means it is no surprise that many workers and patrons have reported hearing children talking and playing on this floor. Dude, I'd fucking hightail it out of that place. Kid, fucking ghost kid shit creeps me out. So for some reason that over anything else, like in movies. I think we've we've talked about that before. You've mentioned that. That's like shit. Like horror movies doesn't bother me. Like nothing, none of that shit like gets to me. But dude, you get like a creepy kid or like a kid, like kids singing weird and horror. Oh my, fuck that. I'm out of here, dude. (laughs) 
Yeah, that shit. There's just something so fucking off. Yeah, like, it just make it. It's it, off-putting. Uh, it's extremely off-putting. Okay. Yeah, until you realize it's like Chucky, and then you just want to slap that doll in the face because it sucks. Yeah, but you know, some people like Chucky. I wasn't a fan of. Chucky. I like Chucky. Like, yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the original. Yeah. Like the, the first like three were great, yeah. and then it just kind of got silly. Yeah. But some of the silly ones were just as good though, because they were just on purposely silly. Some of them are. Have you heard of the movie WrestleManiac? No. There is a horror movie based off a wrestler called WrestleManiac. Sounds amazing. And it just popped up on one of my uh, <laughs> forums or whatever I, that I was on. And I was just like, <gasps> yeah, we got to we got to. I have to watch that. Drunken movie review. Yes. Yes. We'll All add right. it to the fucking list. Yeah, right? Jesus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we'll get there. We promise. It's like when a Ponzi scheme. We keep promising yeah. you guys shit. Speaking of. You hear that uh, yeah, dude died. Mr. Ponzi himself yeah. passed away. What the hell is his fucking, name? I don't remember that guy's name. It doesn't it's matter. Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But he died. Yeah. Right. Good right. for him. Yeah, fuck him. When even the people who run the brewery are talking about hearing children running the halls or in the halls, you know there is something going on. So even the owners are like, uh, yeah, there's, did we hear yeah, kids? Yeah, they, they're open the about it, time. man. They definitely tell you. Thanks. In the 1990s, there was construction being done on the third floor. During this time, the wife of the foreman was pushed down the stairs on the third floor and fell all the way down the staircase. She was shoved hard enough that it was clear she had uh, had not just simply fallen. Yikes. The foreman immediately stopped construction on the building and left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> First of all, what the fuck was the foreman's wife doing at the construction site? Freaking sandwiches. You son of a bitch. Now, now you're the asshole. Why? Why, why she got? Why is the wife got to bring sandwiches? Because she is a nice woman that brings sandwiches to the people that are working. <laughs> they could have ordered Subway. Maybe she was bringing Subway. Fair. Okay. Several other people have reported feeling people pulling on them or pushing them when they walk on the stairs of the brewing company. This particularly takes place on the third floor, which many people argue has the most aggressive spirits in the building. Obviously, if you're walking and someone's throwing you down a fucking flight of steps, that's a bit aggressive. Not very happy. Yeah, it's a bit aggressive. B. Aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. That's awesome. That's what the kids are singing. That's what yeah, they hear yeah. singing before somebody's <laughs> pushed down the stairs. Where's that song? Come on. Yeah. It's from, uh, it's, I know Faith No More does a, yeah. Yeah. Faith No More for sure. The final floor of the brewery has been said to have a dark energy that the other floors do not possess. This could be because the majority of yellow fever victims and patients were housed on this floor while the building was being used as a hospital. The victims of the, this, uh, the terrible virus might still be trapped, feeling the hopelessness they felt in the moments before they died. Interestingly, there are not many reports of actual activity on this floor. So why are we mentioning? Keep reading. Okay. Just saying. I'm just... There are so many reports on the other floors that almost everyone who has been to the brewery has a different uh, paranormal experience. Yet the top floor where hundreds died is only known for its terrible energy. That's why. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. <laughs> the same stories of children playing and talking are told about the fourth floor. This is likely because so many children have died on that floor over the years. Many people agree that if anyone is haunting the brewery, it is the ghost of the children who died young and sick on the top floors of the building. Count Yikes. me the fuck out of that one. Yeah. I I'll go in the basement. I'll talk to Toby. Fuck those kids, though. <laughs> and Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> I'll talk to Toby and Mrs. Johnson. Yeah, I'll hang with those. But yeah, yeah. you're not a bit. I'm okay with the kids. It might be a little creeped out, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would do it just to see what happened. But if I heard fucking kids singing, dude, you'd see like a smoke fucking silhouette just, of me like in the cartoon. Just, just heels and elbows. Just, just down yeah. the oh, yeah. fucking trail I'm not afraid you. to admit it. 
Who is your most horrifying child uh, in a like a horror movie, like a the, the bad the bad seed? I don't know, man. Kid from fucking Pet Cemetery creeps me Gage. out. Gage, yeah. that's mine too. That kid creeps me from the, the original. Out. Yeah, Pet the Cemetery. original, the original one. And when he coming, I want to play with you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? He fucking slices that dude's. Yeah. And he's just laughing the whole time. I don't like that. Oh, little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so this is speculation that none of the spirits want to linger where so many died, you know, because they don't want to hang out there because it's too negative for the fucking ghosts. They're like this. It's true. If, if the energy is that dark, that ghosts don't want to hang out there as dark. That's dark. Yeah, yeah. That's that's heavy. Dark. Yeah. Or maybe the lack of ghosts on the final floor makes patrons feel an emptiness after experiencing so much activity from the other floors. That's true. Either way, the top floor of the Moon River Brewing Company does not seem to be anyone's favorite floor, whether they are dead or alive, which is... You spin me right <laughs> rough. No? Was that Orgy that did that? Dope. Dope did that. Yeah, Dope did that one. No, wait, that's Blue October I'm doing now. Yeah. No, not Blue October. Blue. No, that's Blue, right. Blue no, Monday. Right. Blue Monday. Orgy did Blue Monday. Or, or Orgy did Blue Monday. And Dope did. Dope did. You spin me around. Right by yeah. Dead or Alive. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, man. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the craziness of Moon River Brewing Company in Savannah. We're so ad. We're so add today, yeah, dude. It's all over the place. So stop in and have a drink and see a ghost and tell Toby we said hi if you yeah. see him. You know no. what? Tell him we said hi. And uh, what was, what was Miss, Miss, Miss Johnson? I'm sorry, Miss Johnson. Tell those kids to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get those kids to fuck up. So next Stop up, we pushing. are heading. <laughs> Don't push me. That's all it is. Just like a sibling rivalry going up there all the time. <laughs> Stop it. Next up, we are heading to Missouri and checking out a winery. We're going oh, with a winery this time. Look at that. I Brewery love... to a winery. I know I you love... like wine too, buddy. I do. See, I do. I, dude. Got you, bro. I do. I feel it. I feel. You're gonna love the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm a. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't judge alcohols. I just drink them. Absolutely. You know I mean? That's the best way to go. And some people are like, oh, I don't like wine. I don't like wine. It just doesn't you, do it for me. You just haven't had good wine. I've had lots of wine, dude, over my time. But have you ever had like good wine, dude? I worked in like fucking fancy ass restaurants. I've had good wine. I've had like a couple well, then, hundred dollar bottles of wine I've then, drank. No, just because they're expensive doesn't mean they're good. I, okay, fair enough. But still, I've had Same. really good wine. All right, then you just, just don't like it. Don't like wine. It's, it's just fine. not my thing, dude. That's fine. God. If it was haunted, I might like it more. <laughs> dude, we need to get some haunted wine. Like, absolutely. That'd be amazing. Wonder, how does it call this place? Yeah. Well, <laughs> this place is called the Belvoir, right? Yeah, fancy, fancy. Winery. And uh, the winery is located at the Odd Fellows Home District in Liberty, Missouri. The Odd Fellows. You almost said Liberty Mutual, didn't you? Fucking close. (laughs) I did. I I was close. The Odd Fellows Home District (laughs) site has a ton of history and is also visually a great site to see. The Odd Fellows Home Complex is architecturally significant as a collection of Jacobethan. Jacobethan. That's what I said. Revival educational and institutional buildings. Uh, What the hell is Jacobethan? Book of Jacob? Just a type of fucking architecture. Oh, okay. But it was like something had to... I don't know what I'm talking about. You don't. I know. You've made that abundantly clear. Listen, I'm, I'm, every time I'm reading this, I'm going through going, what the fuck is next? <laughs> so my mind... preparing yourself yeah, it's, My mind's it. just not letting me go with it yet, so I'll, I'll get so there. So far, it's been pretty good. Uh, I haven't fucked there. up yes, too much. Yes, it's good. The three remaining historic buildings, the administration building, the old folks building, and the old hospital were all designed by different architects over a period of 23 years. 
yet all are cohesive in the design and embody the distinctive characteristics of the style. So that sounds cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Actually. Sounds like it's cool that they were able to, to figure that out. Yeah. After the first structure used as the home was burned in February of 1900 in an attempt to unthaw frozen pipes. <laughs> That's not how you do it, folks. I mean, well, I guess technically you how did. We get, how we thaw them pipes out? I don't know. Burn the house down? <laughs> Sounds good to me. The guy walked away like, listen, man, I did my job. You know what I mean? Pipes are unthawed. <laughs> the pipes are unthawed. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is the uh, the Grand Lodge of Missouri, the IOOF, advertised for designs of a completely fireproof building to house offices, classrooms, dormitories for the orphans, and rooms for the elderly. So they were looking for, like, listen, this motherfucker just burnt the place down. We don't want this to happen again. You just wrap this shit in his best of Right. <laughs> Can someone please? And that's probably all they did, too. Just, ugh. It's, and, and that's probably where the ghost came from. Anyway, the... Yeah, the architects selected uh, were Albert Nell and William B. Itner of St. Louis. The administration building designer uh, designed by Itner set the precedent for the rest of the odd fellow complex buildings. So, you know, the first one he built was like, they were like, this is banging. Let's make it look like that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. Yeah, I did. Although designed by other later architects, the other buildings referenced this unique style. There were three other buildings designed in this style on the site. One, the school building was torn down in the early 1950s to make way for the newer hospital. The school building was built in 1904 and designed by J.H. Felt and Company of Kansas City, who also designed some later editions of the Odd Fellows. The Old Folks Building, and it's just the fact they call it the Old I know, Folks, I love it's it. such a fucking... I love it. It's, it's, it's just so spot on and perfect. And it's like... It's not like bad. Can we call every retirement home like the old oh, folks' the old home? Folks home. It the sounds folks. like homey. The old folks' it's home. It's like it sounds comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It makes it feel less uh, than stale. like nursing home. Yeah, nursing home retirement center. Yeah. No, it's the old folks' home. Retirement center. It sounds like you're putting them like you're just like yeah, right. Just go over there and just <laughs> fucking die. And you go over here, like the old folks' home. Like you see, like the old folks partying. It's like the yeah, old folks' home. The man. old folks kicking it. Yeah. yeah. See, that makes me yeah, <clears throat> makes me feel better about it. Yeah. So the old folks building at first called the old folks pavilion was designed by ec even Echo. better i know the old folks pavilion yeah. that sounds like where the party's happening that sounds like a concert hall yeah <laughs> they're out there just doing the fucking charleston yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> come on see <laughs> come on dame back in my day you were a looker <laughs> uh, you realize that the the older that we all progressively get the less that style of of what the old folks and what people used to do back in the day is just dying out oh yeah and it sucks oh yeah it's gonna be people aren't gonna yeah like that yeah. was such a classy time everyone and a classy wears suits era. all the time to yeah. do mowing lawns and suits For everything and shit. yeah like everything like getting on an airplane you wore a suit because it was like you know it was look good it was an adventure you know yeah, people gave a fuck back then yeah you know maybe there was a little bit too much wife smacking but i mean you know <laughs> you know is there ever too much wife <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. That's I apologize. It's a joke. I if do you don't know condone, by now. Yeah. I do not condone wife beating. No, you should not condone wife beating. Danny's going to kick my ass when yeah, she yeah, hears yeah. this. What the fuck? <laughs> Slapping me in the car. What the fuck's wrong with you? Love so, you. So it was designed by E.C. Eckel and built during 1907 and 1908 in order to accommodate the growing number of applications for admittance. The old hospital was built in 1923 and designed by Samuel uh, M. Hitt. 
wow, that didn't look right at all, of, <laughs> of Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, just, I don't know, it just didn't, whatever. Uh, viewed altogether, the three remaining buildings not only document the evolution of this style over a quarter of a century, but the typical building technology and materials for institutional structures as well. That's cool, man. Right? And it's still there. Yeah. It sounds badass. The old folks. I saw the pictures of it, man. The pictures are cool. Yeah? It's a cool-looking building. Maybe we'll post some pictures up. We should. We should post I just them. didn't want to do it right now, because, you know, it was like... Yeah, because then I'm going to see it. couldn't, because it's a spread, right? I've been like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it looks like really. <laughs> Why are we both like <laughs> The Odd Follows Home is significant as an early 20th century example of a statewide home providing care and education for the orphans and elderly members of a fraternal organization. Wait a minute. Um... The Odd Fellows Home. Okay, I thought it was the old folks home. I was like, why are no, the no, old, no. why are the orphans staying at the old folks home? It doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. I mean, Someone's got to take care of them. I, I guess that's true. Have the old folks take care of the orphans. They got nothing else to do. That's fantastic. <laughs> the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, the IOOF, is this one of is, the largest. That's one of the groups, by the way. That this is one of the possible bonus episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's one of the largest fraternal and benevolent orders in the United States. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. The chief purpose of the Order of Odd Fellows is to give aid, assistance, and comfort to its members and their families. Because the Grand Lodge made it impossible for the home to reject an applicant due to a physical disability. Which is awesome. Many residents required hospital care beyond that provided by the staff, nurse, and doctor. So is that the kind of like the guys with the hats? The Shriners? Yeah, I guess it's 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 one of those groups. Right? Like that. It's kind of like it's a religion. They're they're based off of like a religious thing too. The Shriners are? No, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows. They're like a Christian based like uh, fraternal organization. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Hospital facilities were moved to the old folks' building, but uh, by 1910, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I love that building. It was apparent that uh, by 1910, it was apparent that a separate hospital building would be needed. It wasn't until 1923 that the hospital, now known as the Old Hospital, was constructed on the northern end of the uh, the property for a period. <laughs> the hospital was the only medical facility in Liberty. It even had its own laboratory. As the chief purpose of the Odd Follows, uh, Odd Follows, Odd Fellows Society was to give aid, assistance, and comfort to members and families, like we talked about before. The Grand Lodge, Missouri, helped in times of death as well as sickness and misfortune. The cemetery plot, headstone, and burial services were all part of the large system of benefits that were available to the Odd Fellows. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So if you're a member of that organization, they basically take care of they your take funeral. care of your family, and they take care of you. And when you die, they give you a headstone, a, a plot, and all that shit. How cool is that? Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. That's absolutely. That's, that's why. I, that's why I'd like to get more into these this yeah, group and see what's up. That's amazing. Usually, the elderly residents of the home who had no other arrangements were buried there. Current IOOF members also had the option to be buried at the Liberty Complex. The cemetery is currently located on the northern end of the property. The cemetery contains the remains of nearly 600 people. Just outside the cemetery gates sits a memorial dedicated by the Liberty IOOF Lodge to honor members who were killed in World War II. Again, awesome. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. I love these guys. It's freaking fantastic. So it's super cool to hear the story of the place that you go without even thinking about it. That being said, let's get into what the, this history had contributed to. The hauntings. You like how I did that? It was good. Yeah. Was good. The hauntings. That's so good. It wasn't. This was better the first time, wasn't it? You almost were leaning towards a Sean Connery without the list. <laughs> the hauntings. That's better. I like that. You can do that. <laughs> now let's talk about the hauntings. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. <laughs> Hold on. And it was Sean Connery. And it's, oh my God. I, I got to remember what it was. I'll, I'll think about it. But it was so freaking hilarious. <laughs> It is believed that many of the nearly 600 people who are buried in the cemetery on the site may still be lingering around, uh -huh, haunting the winery buildings. 
Ghost sightings have included orphan children. Yeah, there's Moody's favorite. Fuck that. <laughs> a mischievous man. <laughs> and a singing old lady. The mischievous man might be me, actually. Trying to fuck with all the kids. Just doing, like, shit that just, it just kind of mildly inconveniences. Just annoying yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah untying your shoes. <laughs> but not, like, tying them together or anything. Just untying like them. Like, blowing in your ear when you're walking and shit like that. Just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Misplacing the, the remote. <laughs> Moving it over here. <laughs> Hiding the keys. Yeah. What the fuck? Tipping over your wine. <laughs> no, okay, that's too much. You've gone too far. That's not I'm mildly sorry. inconvenient. Okay. Thank you. Stopped. You're at a winery. It's a mild inconvenience. It's like you can't get more. I know you're going to pay for it. That ain't my problem. And also a singing old lady. I don't know if I mentioned the singing old lady, but yes. <laughs> the stories of hauntings abound. People have heard odd voices and noises, including children giggling and running up and down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Doors have opened and closed by themselves. The owner tells an account of seeing a little boy in a red shirt, blue knickers, and brown boots who appeared near the fireplace. <laughs> Although the boy was visible, the, oh, uh, the owner could still see the details of the fireplace through him. <laughs> Children have been heard singing Ring Around the Rosie in the Halls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would burn that building. Yeah, down. yeah. That that that. If I if I would if I owned a haunted building, and I heard kids singing "Ring," dude, I would fucking burn it down. I would I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you all. I'm out. I'd burn it down. Yeah, that's 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 that, it's it's a bit excessive. No, you know what I do? I would hire someone to do it for the insurance money. Okay. In. Remember that psychopath thing that we talked about last yeah, week? Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. That's exactly where I'm going. Just making sure. Yeah. Okay. The owner's daughter heard a little girl talk to her. The piano has played on its own. Perhaps the most haunted building on the property is an old brick hospital that was constructed in 1923. Located on the northern end of the property, it is known as Old Hospital. The winery and its buildings are also popular with people in the supernatural business. Professional paranormal investigators such as the Ghost Hunters... And creeps. <laughs> what is creeps? I don't know. Dude. Is it like another ghost hunting it's thing? It's like a yeah, they're like a, a group. It, but it's creeps, all capitals. So it's ghost be hunters. An, by the way, ghost hunters is not not ghost adventures. So that's not Zach Baggins and his douchebag it's friends. It's the the East Coast ones, right? Ghost hunters are actually like I watched them a little bit. They're at least early on when I used to watch them. <clears throat> they uh they would actually go into places and be like, yeah, your shit ain't haunted. Like they were actually like, is that with the heavy set ball guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that and one's would not be bad. like they that would go into bad. like places like people's houses. They're like, we didn't, we didn't find shit. So I don't know what to tell you. Right, what is creeps though? It's creeps with a Z. Hold on. I, I think to... it's like a, it's just like a paranormal investigation group from, from down south somewhere. Okay. We're we're gonna see what this is just because I, all of these are so funny to me. Creeps. It's a great name. Creeps with a Z. I want to know what it stands for. Creeps. Uh, there's no. Oh, here it is. Creeps Ghost Commandos. <laughs> What? Wow. Hold on. This is just it's so exciting to me. Does it stand for anything? City and rural explorers examining paranormal zones. <laughs> Dude, they're really pushing that one. <laughs> Wait, what is it? City and what? City and rural explorers examining paranormal zones. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Like, that's. They have 1,300 people that like you their, do cool their Facebook shit. Page. I'm sure you do great stuff, but, bro, change the name. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty crazy yeah i always wanted to do one and i wanted to call it like the uh the uh what is it the paranormal ohio whatever but the acronym turned out to be poop 
<laughs> so it was like P-O-O-P. You know what I, mean? I always wanted to do that. It was, yeah, it was something, something of paranormal in, or something. I forget what it was. But yeah, I, I always wanted to do of poop. Hi, we're from poop. <laughs> Dude, I'm down. We should do it. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. I'll find it somewhere. I got it around somewhere. I don't know. It's just poop. Who investigated? Ah, poop. <laughs> poop was here. <laughs> you guys heard about those poop guys? Yeah, they're amazing. They're not shitty at all. <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyway, they have found both creeps and ghost hunters have found remarkable ev amounts of evidence. People have had uh, some odd experiences during some of these investigations. On one occasion, while investigating the hospital, a woman had to sit down after feeling unsteady. She stood after a few minutes, but then heard her, um, her head hit a wall. Jesus. Her eyes were rolling back in her head and she was sweating. When she was finally recovered, or when she finally recovered, she had no memory of what had happened. During the same exploration, investigators heard a deep growl coming from the room known as the, quote, mischievous man's room. When they heard it again, one woman offered to check it out. Well, of course she would. Because... Did you guys hear that? Sounds like a demon. Oh, yeah, I'll go check it out. <laughs> I'll be right back. It'll be fine. She's got all that wine in her. She's liquored up. She's good no, to go. No, no, I'll go on my own, too. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Right. As uh, she walked toward the room, she felt an oppressive feeling like doom or dread. Uh, duh. Eventually, she retreated without continuing. The growling ended up Pussy. being enough for the rest of the group as well. <laughs> At this point, they were all ready to leave the building. In the administration building, once used as an orphanage, meters went crazy when investigators sang, Mary had a little lamb. And again, that's well, as the kids weren't singing it, we're good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, yeah. In an outbuilding once used for food storage, dowsing rods turned up some interesting activity. Oh. Supposedly, the orphans used to hide in the storage space in order to avoid their chores. Little bastards. When investigators asked questions such as, where are your friends? The rods pointed to locations throughout the room. A conversation through uh, the dowsing rods continued, and when it was time to say goodbye, one woman experienced the feeling of being hugged. Mm. Now, which is weird? Which is more precarious here? Being touched, being pushed, or something hugging you? I mean... I mean, you don't like the kids at all anyway. If they're not singing and they seem okay, I'm okay with it. It's when they're creepy that it bothers me. So what if they were singing and then they hugged you? They'd probably shit my pants. <laughs> then I'd really be a member of poop. <laughs> New shirt coming soon. Yes, and I will find out what I actually had that that uh, that name for it, and I will. Uh, that's our. That's going to be our paranormal group. Yes, yes, poop. it's going to be amazing. I, I will find it. I swear to right. God. Voices, laughing, and singing seem to be the most common evidence. However, some people have seen apparitions and shadow people throughout the grounds. One man saw someone peeking around a corner, just just looking around like. <laughs> Meh. I'm going back to bed. The feeling of being watched is also common. In addition, much like the women experiencing the hug, others have reported physical contact, such as being grabbed by the shoulders. Uh, again, you're grabbing on me. I don't like that. Belvoir Winery does acknowledge and capitalize on the hauntings and old buildings. Besides the public paranormal investigations in October, they also provide guided tours. Well, it's kind of fun. Other events at the winery include a Halloween masquerade. Sounds fun. Uh, it's a massacre raid. Oh, I thought you just misspelled that. Nope. It's massacre raid. I, I appreciate the vote of confidence, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what it, I don't know. So it's a mass massacre raid. Yeah. 
Massacre 8. Just even the way it looks, it almost looks like Massacre. It looks stupid, yeah. <laughs> Come on down to the Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they have a Massacre on October 31st and murder mystery dinners Ooh. in November, December, and January. The butler did it. <laughs> Have you ever been to one of those? Nope. I want to go, though. Do you? Oh, hell yeah. It feels so dorky to me. Nah, it's great. I don't know. Even if it sucks, it'd still be funny because you can make fun of everybody. Yeah, I guess that's true. For all you wine drinkers out there, that one does sound like fun. You going to go to that one? I don't know. It sounds fun. I think my wife would like that one. All right. Yeah. Until some little kid hugs her or some shit. Yeah, and then she's going to fall down. swinging. Yeah, and I'm the one that's going to get hit. You know what I mean? So, I know. That's exactly. I'm going to get popped in the eye. How did you get a black eye? Ah, the wife was swinging at ghosts. (laughs) Little fucker. He hugged her. She thought it was me. So, we've done beer. We've done wine. Yeah. What else can we do? What could we do? What do you got? What's next? The moonshine. Moonshine, baby. Next up on the list, we had Tennessee. We got to go to this place, by the way. I'm down. I love Tennessee. Wait, you hear the rest of the story? Wait, you hear the story? It's awesome. So this is Brushy Mountain Distillery, to be more exact. Yeah. The thing that makes this distillery interesting is that it used to be one of the, if not the, most violent and infamous penitentiaries in the state of Tennessee. (laughs) That sounds awesome. Yeah. Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary wasn't just a jail. For decades, it was a coal mine for the state of Tennessee that originated in the wake of a bloody labor battle. The end of the Civil War, or uh, what was it called? The aggression the of the War North. of Northern Aggression? The, Northern, the, 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 the War of Fuck the Guys from Up North. Yeah, sorry. I, I don't know why I, that's going to stick with me forever. The end of the Civil War led to a boom in railroad construction and the rapid expansion of the coal mining industry throughout Tennessee. Because many of the state's coal veins were located in remote areas, most mining companies provided housing by collecting rent from miners' wages. What are you laughing about? Just, just thinking about Ed Vane. <laughs> Ed Vane? That's another shirt, too. We could totally do an Ed Vane shirt. Just make him look like a porn star. <laughs> And just it's it should be it should be like a picture of like Ed Gain, but oh. he's but his head's just a cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Ed Vane. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd be like the what are those? Holy uh, shit! Those uh, those cards from when we were kids. Oh, the fucking uh, garbage pail. Garbage pail kids. It'd be a Turn garbage pail. Ed Vane. Yeah, it's Ed Vane. Dude, that'd be great. I'm down. A garbage pail kid shirt. Yes, Ed absolutely, Vane. Ed Vane, <laughs> serial killer with just a big dick. Because <laughs> he was a dick anyway, so he it kind of makes sense. It works. When those companies opened on-site stores Ooh. selling food, clothes, and other necessities <laughs> at inflated prices, already poor workers piled up debt. Well, of course they would. By the time their debt and rent were uh, paid, they had little to show for a meager wage, uh, wage job uh, with dangerous working conditions. The Coal Creek miners were clever, holding strikes in winter when coal demand was high. This tactic worked until a new convict lease program gave companies a cheaper, more compliant workforce. Ah, as, as it fucking would. The prison lease system was adopted throughout the South mainly because state governments couldn't afford to build and maintain prisons or feed, shelter, and clothe inmates, and a convict lease program cut costs and brought in money. Holy shit. Beyond that, officials could exploit the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery but allowed involuntary servitude for criminal punishment. Bunch of assholes. What the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's fucked up, dude. So this is this this is like a literal thing. This is they did this. Yeah. So they leased out inmates. Yeah. And you kind of had to do it because you were a uh, nice. You were an inmate. 
You you didn't have a choice. What the holy shit? Yeah, that is. Uh, when federal troops left the South in 1877 after Reconstruction, state officials who were hostile to former slave uh, hands, uh, wait, to former slaves handed down long prison terms and life sentences, even for petty crimes. Soon, blacks made up the majority of prisoners in the South. Motherfucking South. Tennessee began leasing prisoners in 1866, and by 1891, the Tennessee coal mine in Anderson County adopted the practice. But of course they would. This fateful decision led to the Coal Creek War, where citizen miners attacked and burned the state prison. Good. Fuck them. Absolutely. Stockades and mines then loaded prisoners and guards alike onto a train headed out of town. That's <laughs> get the fuck out yeah, of that's, here. That's awesome. Well, they, let, they loaded themselves up. They were like, let's get out of here. They jumped on a train and dipped out because these guys were freaking. I mean, think about that. Like, not only are you a prisoner, but now they're going to make you go work for somebody else. Yeah, you know what I mean, and you're yeah, not you're not making up. the money off yeah, that. It's fucked up. They are. They're making the money off yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's like a temp agency, a really shitty temp agency. Yeah, <laughs> one you don't want to work for no. ever. Mining companies sent them back, and state officials called in troops for protection. When months of small arms skirmishes led to dead men on both sides, officials realized the cost of maintaining a standing militia undercut any financial gains. And as a convict lease contracts expired, as they expired, legislation passed to construct the state's first maximum security prison, Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. So that's a fucking amazing story. Yeah, it's cool. It gets better. There's more cool shit. This is a cool. This is this was one of the favorite ones. I yeah, this is awesome. By 1896, inmates were building an on-site railroad spur as well as the original wooden prison structure with their own hands. Between the ongoing violence, deadly mining accidents, and chronic illness, life inside Brushy was precarious to say the least. Diseases were rampant, including tuberculosis. Uh, we know about TB. We've only talked about every, it like 37,000 times. Every goddamn episode. <laughs> Typhoid fever, pneumonia, and syphilis. Mm-hmm. Syphilis. Which alone affected three-fourths of the black prisoners. What the fuck? Wait, syphilis? Yeah. Jesus, dude. Three-quarters of the black prisoners had syphilis. My wife making dinner. And something smells good. Or did you fart? No, something smells good. Oh. Definitely wasn't a fart. <laughs> it's... You wouldn't be talking if it was a fart. I hope she's making dinner. I'm smelling garlic. Oh, yeah, she's cooking. <laughs> Beyond uh, generally poor medical care and treatment, inmates were routinely beaten for underproducing in the mines, despite their dire health conditions, and many died as a result. There was never a death row at Brushy, but there was plenty of death. Uh, Did you say? Oh, sorry. (laughs) While America was roaring through the 20s, convicts at Brushy spent their days in the dark of the mines, urged to dig faster with lashes from thick leather straps because they were looked down on as just fucking... You, it's, you, it's slave labor. Yeah, you That's were, all it is. You were shit, but you were worse because you were criminals. Yeah, so you weren't just a regular but, slave. And half of them weren't even actually criminals. Like they got busted for dumb shit for petty crimes. Yeah, it's almost like the, how they're doing it now with these uh, these privatized uh, yeah um, institutions or whatever. Yeah. We're like, oh, hey, you're gonna come in here because we're gonna make money off you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bastards. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon. Anyways, as we were saying, (laughs) their nights were not any better with men stacked into the original wooden buildings that were falling apart and just waiting to catch fire. In 1931, Brushy held nearly a thousand inmates, far more than it was ever meant to. In 1931, Brushy housed, like we said, a uh, well, well, nearly a thousand inmates. So 976 men, roughly 300 more than its capacity. That's that's pretty overcrowded. 
I'd say so. Yeah. Overcrowding was so prevalent and persistent it drew comparisons to conditions inside the infamous Siberian prisons of the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union. The gulags. The prison's not that bad. The problem is... You don't think so, Yuri? No, they're okay. Have, been, you been, have you been? Perhaps I've spent time. For what? What'd you do? I'd rather not talk on the, the cast of pod. I can't do it. I don't want to talk. Okay, we'll talk later. You'll tell that me? Sounds very good. I like that. Yes. Okay. yes. Did you get those cool like Russian prison tattoos that they have? I, I I could show you, but then I'd have to kill you. I'm fine with that. Okay, we'll talk later? Okay. Okay. All right. The state's answer was simple. Plans were drawn for a new structure to be made of reinforced concrete, and they made convicts break sandstone out of the nearby quarry to build the new prison. So they're literally making the people who were going to go in. We've talked about this before. Yeah, there's, there's been some other prisons that are like that. They make the prisoners build it. While they're there. Yeah, oh, it's so fucking up. ridiculous. <laughs> constructed, it's like const- digging your own grave. Yeah, absolutely. Constructed in the shape of a Greek cross, it stood four stories high, boasted battlements atop, and by 1934 was surrounded by an 18-foot stone wall. Pay, you got to check it out. We'll, we'll yeah. have to post pictures of this place, too. It's yeah. pretty, pretty impressive. And it's, like, surrounded by fucking mountains. It's, like, in a little, like, three sides or just fucking mountain on it. And it's, it's cool. It's awesome. For a moment, things did get better. The new prison was safer, more sanitary, and built in the shape of a cross, offering inmates a narrow path to redemption. Mining remained the sole mission of the prison until the 1960s, and in 1969, Brushy was reclassified as um, primarily a maximum security um, when 100 beds were added to house lesser offender, uh, yeah, lesser offenders outside the walls. Many of the new minimum security inmates were entrusted with jobs serving the outside community, such as participating in the Petro's Voluntary Fire Department, which operated 24-7 between 1971 and 1994. It's awesome. That's great. Give them something to do, man. If you're a lesser offender and you want to work, put them out there. Hell yeah. How else are you going to readapt them to society? Absolutely. Exactly. Let them, let these. Instead of keeping them in a fucking cell. Absolutely. And fucking making them go fucking crazy and creating worse. Get syphilis. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) By the middle of the century, Brushy's reputation as the last stop for the world's or for the worst criminals had become legend. If you wore out your welcome at another prison or committed some unspeakable crimes, you ended up at Brushy. And let me tell you, that was never a good thing. In 57, that would be 1957, after finally shutting down the hole, they built D-Block to keep the nastiest inmates isolated from the rest. It just happens that D-Block was built on the site of the old death house where the bodies of dead inmates were kept until they were given back to their families or buried at the Pauper Cemetery up on the hill there. Uh, so there could be a little bit of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sounds to me like a little uh, poltergeist stuff going on. You know, little, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, a little, uh, little poltergeist. Yeah, anyway. In 1969, Brushy was reclassified as a maximum security prison. The end of the line. That was That's basically the nickname of that that place they called it that's what they called it the end of the line so if you went there you're fucked there was i think it was on a sign it even said like the end of the line or whatever like that yeah that's that's literally what the nickname of that prison was old brushy yeah end of the line you don't want to go brushy that there's the end of the line yep oof the convicts continued to work and die in the mines for decades it was Lake Russell, a reform-minded... Oh, his name was Lake Russell. I thought it was talking about an actual lake. Yeah, that confused me at first when I was writing it. The I'm guy's like, name is Lake Russell. Yeah, lake Russell. <laughs> Howdy, I'm uh, Lake Russell. I wonder if he's related to Kurt Russell. Maybe. One of the greatest actors of our time. I have to concur. Yeah. I do have to concur. Well, he was a reform-minded warden and former football coach at nearby Carson Newman College who finally stopped the mining at Brushy Mountain. Good for him. Yeah, of course the mines were also losing money. 
So was it a good warden or a good businessman that put an end to it? Look, you know? either way, they didn't have to do that shit no more. Yeah, that's that's a pretty fucking like rough history. Wait till it gets better, though. Okay. It gets better. Excited. This was the most infamous era of Brushy's history, a time when the assassin James Earl Ray was transported Boom. here, tried to escape, failed, got stabbed. I love it. <laughs> In 1972, the guards went on strike demanding security improvements and Brushy was shut down for four years. So they improved some things and reopened Brushy in 1976. But friends, let me tell you, it was still Brushy. Tensions between black inmates and white inmates threatened to overwhelm a system that just didn't seem capable of containing the evil of this place. In 1982, the powder keg ignited. Seven white inmates held guards hostage at knife point. They took the guards' guns, found four of their black rivals in their lock cells, and open fired. They killed two of them. The other two managed to survive by hiding in the corner behind their mattresses. Jesus. This place is just freaking crazy. Yeah. Well, real quick, um, we should probably touch on the fact of uh, who James Earl Ray is if most people listening right now don't really know who that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So he... Um, He's a shit, obviously, first of all. Obviously, he was the one who assassinated Martin Luther King. Correct. <clears throat> um, Super big piece of shit. The, uh, the story of his escape is pretty insane. Um, basically, he did escape. Uh, he was gone for, I believe it was maybe like, I can't remember how, it was like 50-something hours. Like, he was gone for like a couple of days, and they got, uh, they ended up catching him back, putting him back. And once he got back in, uh, a bunch of the black inmates got to him, stabbed the shit out of him, almost killed him. He survived. Oh, he did survive. He did survive, like, the stabbing, and then after that, they moved him out of that prison. I mean, first of all, you just... A sad. Let's 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 take all the. I'm surprised they had him anywhere near. That's a what black I was going to say. At that point. Let's let's take all the conspiracies and conjecture and all the other shit right, out of it. And let's just right. say that okay, as far as these guys knew, he, he just him. assassinated one of the greatest civil rights leaders of 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 all time. Yeah, absolutely. Let alone their time yeah. right then and there. And you're going to go ahead and put him in a prison like Gen Pop, like <laughs> where people can get to him. Now, that had to be on purpose. Oh, probably. That had to be on purpose. Like, well, bud, here's what happens. Who knows, man? (laughs) Sorry about your luck, homie. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sucks. But uh, no, not necessarily. It doesn't suck. They should have killed him. Fuck him. So it doesn't suck, but it's, I mean, it sucks for him. Yeah. yeah, But it's whatever. Yeah, but fuck him. I don't care. Yeah, Megs, absolutely. People said things couldn't get any worse, and maybe finally they were right. Make no mistake, Brushy has a darkness about it. You'll recognize that as soon as you step inside and breathe the air. But you need to know that it wasn't all darkness. That's good. Back in 1982, where the old segregated bathhouse once stood, they built the Brushy Chapel. They say more than a thousand inmates were baptized. Sure, some of it was, uh, you know, the jailhouse religion. Act right and get out early, but some of it was actual real, right? Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. In 1989, they built the High Security Annex, a modern building with solid doors, electronic locks, and fire prevention systems. The kind of place, you know, you'd expect for a maximum security fucking prison, right? Mm Mm-hmm. D-Block became a minimum security section, so maybe that was kind of redemption too. Brushy didn't suddenly become a nice place to spend time in the 80s and 90s. (laughs) Far from it. But there was hope here too. Good people doing good work and bad people trying to be good. Brushy ate Tennessee's sins for 113 years. It bore witness to terrible sadness and awful violence. It provided hard lessons and good jobs. More than anything, it created a legend and a legacy that will echo across the country and its history. The prison opened in 1896 and just closed its doors back in 2009. That's crazy. Holy shit. It's a long time, man. That is fucking insane. 
Plans to repurpose the historic prison began in 2012, and Brushy Mountain Distillery only opened in 2018, using local grains, local natural spring water, and, of course, local distillers. Brushy Mountain has already released 10 creative flavors of moonshine, such as apple pie, blackberry, honey, fruit punch, frosted orange, peach cobbler, <laughs> cinnamon rum, and butterscotch. <laughs> Sounds so good. And now they distill moonshine here. So no wonder the place is haunted. Speaking of hauntings, uh, let's get into it. But first, before we do that, is this, did you happen to do any like research? Is this like the Smoky Mountains uh, moonshine where it's like, not really moonshine. I didn't get that far into it. I didn't look and see. I'm assuming it's probably I don't know. not because you know you can only have like certain percentage, <laughs> right? Of I didn't. Is, I didn't get that far into that. So, which is weird because you know you have like a what is it like 151? Yeah, where you're allowed to have that. How yeah. come they're not like throwing out some high spirit shit? I don't know. I'd buy it. Yeah, because I love moonshine. Yeah. I mean, not that I've ever had that FBI as you're listening on here right now, sir. And I most definitely have never made that. Yeah, I don't know why you would ever. In my bathtub yesterday. <laughs> That's just your bathwater, Moody. What are you talking about? Oof. <laughs> Look at your face, like. Ugh. So plan again. <laughs> it's been said you can hear the screams of the hopeless, the clanging against bars, and railing for justice over and over. Of course, you would in a place like yeah. this. It makes sense that a place filled with such heartache would carry a connection to the other world. Also, Brushy Mountain is very open about its ghosts. No joke. They even include them in their warning of possible hazardous conditions you might encounter while uh, tiring touring the facility. I I want to go to this place so badly. Dude, I'm telling you, like, look at the pictures of it. Like, and they do have, they have a sign. It's like, it says like, uh, you know, basically be careful. You may experience the following. And it's like, like jagged concrete, blah, 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 blah. And then like possible paranormal like entities or experiences or something. And, and we're in Tennessee. Is this that again? I'm sorry. It's, I, I uh, want to say it's just, fuck. It was. Where's that? <laughs> you've never been to fuck Tennessee. I never heard. Of, no, I've never been to fuck Tennessee. I've never Dude, been there, bro. You gotta go. It's nice. Oh, it's man. nice. It's pretty. Oh yeah. The weather's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I feel like it was near Nashville. Oh, that's, that's what is that? Eight hours like, from here? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm down. Go to freaking brushy. Can you stay I definitely want to. Uh, I don't think you can take like do tasting tours and shit, and then go take a ghost tour. Be awesome. Get all liquored up on moonshine Fuck and then talk about ghosts. It's in Pete Rose, Tennessee. Mm, Pete Rose, Tennessee. <laughs> they're, never, they're never gonna make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Sorry. And that there is a Major League Baseball joke. If you didn't Hey-o. get it, yeah, that's a good one too. Let me see. By the way, Pete Rose should be in the fucking Hall of Fame. I agree. 100%. Get the fuck out of here. It's by Frozen Head State Park. <laughs> Does not help me. <laughs> Near the Catoosa Wildlife Management Area. Again. Big South National River and Big South Fork National River and Recreation Area. Tennessee listeners are going, yeah, I know where that's at. Oh, it's near Knoxville, not Nashville. Knoxville, okay. All right. It's outside of Knoxville and looks like it's a little ways from Pigeon Forge. Mm. So basically, it looks like I know Knoxville. Where that's at. It looks like Knoxville is right in between Pigeon Forge and this place. Okay, Pigeon Forge, awesome. Yeah, we've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, I've been there quite a few. Well, I've been Gallenberg. We go to Gallenberg. Yeah, they just had this huge fires a couple of years yeah. ago, right? Oh, it sucks. Same. Hopefully, if we have any Tennessee listeners down there, we hope you guys made it through that shit. That sucks. 
So many people report a grave feeling of dread or despair in the area that was the hole or solitary, mm-hmm, as one does. Down there, uh, down there are reports of shadowy figures and banging and strange noises. People have described getting heavy feelings in their chest, and several have said they felt like they were having a heart attack. Yee. Another hot spot yeah. seems to be the cafeteria. We found this story online. Quote, Not much struck me emotionally about the place until I reached the serving line in the cafeteria. My wife and I both had a feeling of dread come over us. Having cold chills and generally wanting to get out of the area as soon as possible made us wonder why. As we continued the tour, we put the moment behind us until we sat for a documentary-style video played in the museum. The video (laughs) described the brutal murder of an inmate in the cafeteria lunch line. (laughs) Sorry. That what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> hey, now we got a movie for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, also, that just, I mean, I guess it adds to the intensity of the place, though. Yeah, no, like, I guess if you're trying it to gets, add that, I, I'm laughing because I remember this like little thing. Okay. Out. It's funny. It's um, not funny, but it's funny. Right. I got. Well, yeah. Jesus. A fellow prisoner had taken a knife from the kitchen and hacked the man to pieces. The video graphically described that blood uh, splattered into the potatoes. The man's arm was barely hanging on by a piece of skin, and his spine fell apart when the guards tried to move him. Now they say at times you can see a man waving his arm from behind a pillar in the cafeteria. People have also experienced a folding chair sliding across the room. It's like that scene in the new It where he's like holding an arm and waving it. Yes. (laughs) He's holding his own arm. Or in in Toy Story, where... He's got Buzz's arm. He's got Buzz's arm. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not funny. Also, I was laughing because I looked up how long it would take, like where it is from here. And for some reason, it's on walking and it says it would take six days and 19 hours. Not doing that. Like, like, where the fuck is this place? (laughs) Not doing that. That's only an eight hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. It said eight hours. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. We can stop at some other spots on the way over there. Well, I don't know. It's eight hours and four minutes. Oh, boy. Another visitor said this, quote, Not a believer myself, but I went on the night tour. I saw a swirl of smoke go past me in the visitation room off the cafeteria. I had several photos with me and my vape. You and your vape. (laughs) With unexplained oddities. I plan on going back. This this person wants to go back. Good for him. He's a skeptic. That's right. Because I'm not a believer. That's not how the song goes. There's many stories just like these floating around, and honestly, it sounds like a really cool place to get wasted and wander around. Fuck yeah, dude. You can do tastings and ghost tours. Ah, it sounds amazing. Next up, we're getting back to beer. And also, pizza. Who doesn't like pizza and beer? Dude, it's a great combo. I mean, it is a pretty delicious combo. Throw in ghosts, and we are in for a hell of a party. We are heading to Portland, and we're going to check out Old Town Pizza and Brewing. It was in 1880. Hey, hey, why did that come out weird? 1880. <laughs> like an old goat. It's like the car wouldn't start. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it was in 1880 that two successful lumber barons built the Merchant Hotel on this block, catering to Portland's best patrons. Old Town Pizza sits in the original hotel lobby. In fact, the window where you place your pizza order is the original hotel's reception desk and is flanked by the lobby's original decorative cast iron beam post. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Underneath the floorboards are the Shanghai tunnels connecting Portland uh, via underground pathways. What? That's a thing? Yeah. Then used to nab unsuspecting sailors and transport them to ships docked on the river. (laughs) What? Just keep reading. The Shanghai tunnels is a group of passages in Portland, mainly underneath the Old Town Chinatown neighborhood and connecting... Uh, to the main business section. 
The tunnels connected the basement of many hotels and taverns to the waterfront of the Willamette River. They were originally built to move goods from the ships docked on the Willamette to the basement storage area. Okay, that makes sense. Allowing businesses to avoid streetcar and train traffic on the streets when delivering their goods. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Holy shit, I didn't it's know good. that was any thing. I didn't know it either. Holy shit. Now you, now you know. Now I know. And knowing's half the battle. That's what, was that G.I. Joe? That's G.I. Joe. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that is. There is documentation in the newspapers of the 19th century of tunnels and secret passages underground. Organized crime was the center of many of these stories. Of course, the more crazy stories go that the tunnels were also used um, to Shanghai sailors. Shanghaiing or crimping is the practice of kidnapping people to serve as sailors by coercive techniques such as trickery, intimidation, or violence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called Shanghaiing. You've never heard that before? I have, but why do they use that word, Shanghai? No idea. Did it stem from Shanghai? Maybe. Maybe. Could have been. Hmm. Those engaged in this form of kidnapping were known as cramps. Not crips. Cramps. <laughs> the cramps. <laughs> yes, I'm a cramp. I'm a cramp. What do you do? I Shanghai. <laughs> the most straightforward method for a crimp to Shanghai a sailor was to it's render be him the next like wave of hip hop. Absolutely. <laughs> Instead of a crimp walk, it's gonna be a cramp walk. Cramp walk. <laughs> Bitch, I Shanghai motherfuckers all day. I Shanghai. <laughs> you know what I fuck with me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so they would they used to render them unconscious. Forge their signature on the ship's articles and pick up his blood money. This approach is widely used. And by blood money, we mean like they would take these people and sell them to the become a sailor. Right? Yep, they, they call it the blood money. Yeah. So you got fucking money for doing this. This approach was widely used, but there were more profitable methods. Whether the stories of Shanghaiing on these tunnels are actually true or not, it's a matter of debate among historians. But if true, we're sure there are plenty of stories of uh, acts of uh, act what? <laughs> God damn it. Of accidental? Look, look, dude. That's like the second one. I think it's pretty good for not having you double check it. It was pretty good. All right. So of accidents that went too far, leading to dinner and, uh, you know, you know when they had bad juju in the hotels, right? <laughs> leading to dinner. What the I, fuck? I don't know. I'm just reading what you've got. Right? <laughs> <laughs> leading to dinner, bad juju. I think it's supposed to be just some. Because if I'm doing it, I had to do it on my phone. And when I, when I swipe... If I swipe the word some, a lot of times it comes up as dinner oh for whatever reason. My fucking cheeks hurt so bad. <laughs> oh. So anyway, yes, it could lead to bad juju in the tunnels. And dinner. And, and bad dinner. <laughs> Old Town Pizza sits in what used to be called the Old North End, a section of the city with a rather questionable reputation. Despite the upstanding clientele of the Merchant Hotel, even it, it, uh, even it was known for offering one of the oldest professions in the world. <laughs> What's that, Moody? Um, tax preparation? No, I don't think that's it. Um, plumbing. You're getting closer. <laughs> I mean, it is a type of plumbing, I suppose. No, it's prostitution, oh, damn it. Oh, prost- what is that? I've never heard of that before. That's, well, as legend goes, one of the young working women was Nina, and by working woman... Uh, it's pronounced Nina. Nina? Yes, just so you know. Nina? Yeah, there was one place I had to pronounce It's Nina. Hmm. Nina. Nina. So was she German? Yes. Nina! <laughs> no? Didn't, she did not have a mustache? 
She did not like to be didn't called. Didn't say she might have. Did not like to be called Nina. Okay. So anyway, Nina was sold into this life by a thriving white slavery market in an effort to clean up the neighborhood. The traveling missionaries convinced Nina to share information in exchange for freeing her from a fate she did not choose. Nina cooperated, but soon afterward was found dead in the hotel. Now Old Town Pizza. Yikes. Thrown down the elevator shaft, Nina is reported to have never left the building. The, eleva ele ugh, the elevator shaft is now located at um, the location of a cozy booth in the restaurant. <laughs> so they, that's weird. really? Yeah. So you can actually sit in it? the elevator shaft? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's super cool. Right where she landed. Yeah, I don't know if that part's cool. It's kind of cool. But yeah, poor Nina. Nina is often seen wandering around in a black dress. Years ago, a skeptical of ghosts, general manager uh, saw it. Well, the general manager saw a woman in a black dress head to the basement. He followed the woman down the stairs to let her know they weren't open. Hey, hey, you lady. Hey, you can't be down here. Hey, you crazy broad. What you doing down <laughs> hey, here? You can't be here. And instead found the room empty. Oh, it's empty. Old Town's beer and wine distributor has reported seeing Nina as well. That's pretty hilarious mm -hmm. if your distributor comes in they're just like doing their order and all they look over like what the fuck <laughs> some crazy brother in a black dress you guys know you got a woman in the basement oh yeah she's a ghost it's fine oh okay <laughs> other strange occurrences included a woman who reached out to old town pizza after reading about nina on their website claiming that nina haunted her room when she was a little girl staying at the hotel ha, ha, ha. while adam milne 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 I wonder if I could do it for people if listening on headphones real quick. Hold on. Meow. It should do that in your ears, right? If no. You, no? Fuck. That's not how it works. That was a waste of time. So, <laughs> the owner has yet to come across Nina personally. Okay, so it's the owner of the place. He does recall a picture frame moving while he was doing paperwork in the lobby and has video evidence to prove it. <laughs> Another possible Nina sighting come uh, came when a come came when a customer shared a photo that captures a ghost's howling face. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah. It's I mean, whatever. <laughs> so we'll post that picture so you guys can make your own uh, you know, maybe you saw something or it's it's bad. it's bad. I mean, it looks like a face, but it could be a glare, it could be anything. Okay. As for other haunts, owner Adam said an employee once saw a woman in a white dress go downstairs during closing time. It was, so it's a different color fucking dress. Yeah, yeah. When he went down Maybe to tell her they were closed, no one was there. So was feeling saucy and decided to switch up the dress. What the fuck? So it's just a different dress. But he said he didn't see anything. Anyway, it seems that while Nina is the most commonly seen apparition or encounter, others report feeling someone's presence around them in the dining room, along with people reporting being touched, but no one being around them. Sounds like a pretty spooky fucking yeah, place. There you go, man. Sounds pretty fun. I, yeah. The history of it's pretty cool. So those, those I had are the... no idea about the whole underground tunnels and shit. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's that's fucking super cool. I'm super stoked about that. So these, uh, those are the ones that I found like the biggest like cool history things about. So and like, the rest of them are pretty cool too, but there's not as much history behind them. So. so we've got a couple of quick hitters here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were the heavy hitters. Yeah. Okay. This is the, the cleanup crew here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is the cleansing of the palate. That's right. So we've done beer, wine, and moonshine. Hmm, what's left? There's got to be something, or well, else I wouldn't have said that. How about one for Mr. Moody? A haunted meadery. Yeah, buddy. That's right, and we don't even have to leave Portland. Nope. Many local Portlanders are familiar with the long-closed Ye Old Town Crier, a build, uh, building built in 1927 with a long history of roots. So it's got roots. 
Roots, Roots, Bloody Roots. Oh, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, it is a good song. It is most famous for being the ye old town crier, but a variety of other bars and businesses have resided within its walls. More recently, and after nearly a decade of being vacant, Word, Word Wired? I think it's Word. Word. W-Y-R-D. Word. Word. <laughs> word up. <laughs> Around the world. <laughs> The Word Leatherworks and Meadery have taken up the mantle of bringing the basement area back to life with their own medieval twist. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. The new business location for Word includes a fully functional mead hall style tap room. Their meadery where they make their honey-based beverage and uh, honey-based beverage. I don't know why I said that word. And their storefront of handmade leather goods with artists on consignment. The hauntings and ghost sightings uh, date uh, back to the staff of Ye Old Town Crier. Wow. Yeah. Ye Old opened in 53. The building was built in 1927 as a market. The family who originally owned it converted over many years and added a third level for their residence. That's the secret spot. The ghost first appeared in the lounge in 1966, per the old staff. Yep. During the remodeling process over the last few months, Word Leatherworks and Meadery has noticed minor paranormal activity while working on their new space. Objects have shown up in random spots. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Ceiling fans have begun to spin on their own while the co-owners ate their food on breaks. Mm, I don't know about that one. Loud noises as if someone walked into a metal sink hard. <laughs> you just walk you just hear, ow! <laughs> you just, <laughs> bink! <laughs> what the fuck yeah, is that? I'm not sure exactly what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Often it is just the three co-owners. Uh, they're, well, it sounds like a bad business plan, but anyway, they're working on the space and can confirm their experiences so far which led to them researching into whether or not the place has a history of being haunted. Word Leatherworks and Meadery does not wish to upset any spirits who share their residence and is currently working on a plan to collaborate peacefully peacefully, <laughs> with their new shared space roommates. And Moody would definitely be going to this place for sure. Fuck yes. Yeah, that sounds like something. And plus, it, it's just so... Um, this is in uh, Oregon, right? Is that yeah, it's, it's in Portland as well. I it's, think. it's very Oregon-y. Oregon-y of them to try to accommodate the ghosts. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. You know, they're not trying to like exercise yeah. them or anything like that. They're yeah. like trying to accommodate. I would. Yeah. I would. Know. Unless it's kids, then fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, it's kids? Burn this yeah. fucking place down. If you're a ghost, you can stay. If you're a kid ghost, get the fuck out yeah, You gotta go. So touted as touted as the most haunted brewery in Illinois, uh, Wolf Den Brewing Company, uh, I've never heard of that one either, resides in a building built in 1851. While weird incidents happen on a weekly basis, batteries draining quickly, you know, magnets flying off the wall, shadowy figures, coughing in footsteps, you know, the typical stuff. The most notable occurrences happen while Wolf Den Brewing was under construction. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Co-owner Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Co-owner Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. I'm drinking drinking my beer. (laughs) Fucking. So co-owner Katie found a soldier's marble on the property, and after taking the marble off the property, she experienced a series of frightening events. At a home improvement store, paint cans fell from 25 feet above and landed right behind her. That would fuck your entire day up. Yeah, a little bit. If one of those would hit you, you're done for yeah. She also randomly cut herself while shopping for fire extinguishers. I, what the? F- <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. That's what it said. What do you want me to do? This fire extinguisher cut me. It's on it. She also randomly. Oh, sorry. I just said that one while driving on the highway. A construction barrel flew out on the road in front of her. And oh, that's kind of crazy. That's frightening. So you're driving on the road and all of a sudden the <laughs> fucking barrel. 
Yeah, that'd be scary. Lashley is Lashley. My God. Lastly, she tripped over her wire and cut her... whole episode of Sean Connery. Yeah. Lashley. Lashley. Lashley, she tripped over a wire and cut her Achilles tendon <laughs> on the construction site. <laughs> All incidents ended once she returned to the marble. I could probably do that. Your mother's a whore, Trebek. <laughs> Your mother's a whore. So in other words, she took this marble, had a bunch of shit happen to her, and she, she returned the marble. Took it back. Everything good got luck. better. Everything okay. was good. Well, not much about the mm. building's history has been <laughs> recorded. Wolfton owner and head brewer Kristoff and Katie were able to decipher from existing documents that a woman died on the property after falling into a well. Another spirit, Jack, is believed to have been a soldier from the Civil War or perhaps during the Black Hawk War. That was the Black Hawk War. I think that's when the Blackhawks uh, played the Penguins. <laughs> no? Stanley Cup. You, you've got to give yourself a womp womp. Nope, nope. It was funny. I'll give it to you. For most people out there, like, what what is that? It's hockey, folks. It is hockey. The Blackhawks won last night, by the way. Did they? Yeah, four nothing. Who'd they play? Detroit. Uh, Who was that? The Pistons? The Red Wings. (laughs) God damn it. I mean, it is. It is a different sport. But anyway, so, quote, we did our investigation before we opened to the public. And uh, we and were able to capture Jack telling us his name. Ooh, says Kristoff. Quote, we also asked the spirits to move something. And shortly after, two 50-pound grain bags were pushed off the stack of grain bags on and onto the floor. So they're strong ghosts as well. I think it was rats. <laughs> I don't know. 50, 50 pounds? That's heavy. No, I know. That's, big, that's a yeah. fucking heavy-ass bag, dude. Dude, you can't even move 50-pound bags. With one <laughs> pinky. Anyways. Okay. According to Kristoff, multiple mediums and ghost investigation crews have come through and confirmed that spirits haunt the building, that the upstairs room is a portal. (laughs) Or if you've listened to the past episodes, a porthole, as I call it. I don't know why I do that. Because I like the word butthole, and it just works. Portal. (laughs) Butthole. Portal. Anyway. Quote, although many of the incidences... uh, Incidences? Motherfucking... Incidences? Incidences. Are creepy. We feel that the spirits here are not evil, says Kristoff. They aren't particular, uh, particularly nice, but probably because they don't want us here. None of the staff is scared. They have just gotten used to it. Well, you know, good okay. for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's close enough to Ohio for us to go check out. Right? Yeah, we should definitely go Where check is it? In Illinois. 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 Oh, okay. So a Victorian house built in 1864 houses both the Yak and Yeti, one of Denver's best Nepalese restaurants. Yeah, yeah, good job. I like Nepal. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never yeah. had Nepalese before, I don't believe. Neither have I. Oh. And Spice Trade Brewing. Apparently they serve Yak and Bigfoot. <laughs> it's Yak and Yeti. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I'll have the Yeti serve medium rare, please. Can you, last time I had too much hair in the last one. If there's any possibility they can, can keep... You shave my... Yeah, can shave my ribeye? My Yeti needs to be a less hairy, please. <laughs> and, and maybe not as rare. Okay, thanks. With delicious aromas and spices that fill the air and unique craft beer, it's no wonder that ghostly visitors don't want to leave. The restaurant and brewery are said to be haunted by a former o- owner, Cora, who died falling down the stairs in the 1940s. That sucks. Jeff Tyler, head brewing, or brewer at Spice Trade, notes that repairmen have complained... About strange things happening in the basement, according to a Fox 31, which I'm assuming is a local yeah, news report. Yeah. News report. Yak and Yeti employees witnessed so many strange occurrences that the Rocky Mountain Paranormal Research Society was brought to in to investigate. Well, now, of course. Dude, okay, so they're a paranormal society, but they don't have a cool fucking like anagram for their name. 
Sure they do. They're, <laughs> they're rumpus. <laughs> rumpus? <laughs> rumpus. It's rumpus. Rump, rumpus. Oh, rump. Yeah, rump. Yeah, because of research. Rumpers. 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 <laughs> the rumpers. Perfect. There you go. Rumpers. <laughs> we made your, you made your name there for you. There you go, rumpers. Yeah. So while they were not able to clarify that the strange occurrences were indeed spirits, cameras did catch a mysteriously moving chair. So why, why the fuck? Always moving chairs. I was going to ask the same question. I know I beat you to it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Doesn't that seem like a like a normal like? I don't know. We saw a chair move. Saw a chair move across the room. Do you think maybe it costs uh, or it takes less energy for them to move a chair? I don't know because it's like you know it's a chair. I guess it would probably take less energy to like poke someone in the eye though. Be hilarious if they were like I don't know like big ass lounge chairs. <laughs> Just like launching them across the fucking thing. What are those ones called? There's a the Chase Lounge. But there's a company that actually makes them. Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy. They're just yeah. launching Lazy they Boys. All, yeah, it's all across the fucking place. Like, I can't even move one of those damn things. But then again, they're knocking fifty pound bags of freaking flour True. or whatever over Two too. Of them. So they must be strong. So another spot we found is the Wincoop Brewery. Yeah. Located yeah. in Denver, Colorado. There are many studies from patrons of paranormal experiences here. <laughs> yep. Who better to hear about this possible haunting from the uh, than other than the brewery itself? Yes. Right. Yes. This was for, taken from their website. The following. They embrace their ghostliness. Is taken from their website. Quote. Our downtown Denver brewery resides in a 125-year-old brick warehouse building that's seen a lot of changes over the last century. In the past year or so, we made a few changes of our own when we updated our 30-year-old tap system, replacing all of our taps, lines, and pumps gross. so we could get fresh beer from the basement up to our bars. And just recently, we installed brand new state-of-the-art brewing equipment, making our brewers' lives and backs easier with our newly implemented grain elevator. So, okay, hold on before I go further. So before they renovated this, they were serving beer through 30-year-old tap system? I hope they clean that shit. At least once a week. Yeah. That's that's. A I lot. would assume that they did if they're, you know. Ooh. <laughs> While updating our systems, we spend a lot of time in our basement. Down there, you really get a sense of the history of this place. You'll find some interesting remnants from the past, such as the bricked-over tunnels that led all the way to Union Station and the Brown Palace. Because our building Is that used... the bathroom? It's, it better be. <laughs> the bathroom should be called the Brown Palace. Dude, I'm getting a sign for my bathroom. The Brown Palace. Perfect. <laughs> the Brown Palace. That is perfect. <laughs> because our building used to be a mercantile, these tunnels serve to move the merchandise coming in off the trains. <laughs> Interesting trivia. The Beatles once had to use these tunnels to get across downtown to avoid the frenzies, the frenzy of fans up above. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Using the tunnels. Because they're like, help. <laughs> I need somebody help. Not it's like an old Scooby-Doo cartoon where they're like running in and out of rooms and shit. <laughs> yeah. But like many turn the chicken dance? I don't know where that came from. It sounded like the chicken dance. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. I was I was actually thinking of uh the uh Yeah, I know what you were thinking of Benny Hill. Yeah. The Benny Hill tune. Yeah, you went with the chicken dance. But I went with instead. the chicken tune. Yeah. I, it's been a long fucking day. Has it though? Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually been it's been fun. You know, got to shoot some guns and build some shit. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Build some shit in the brown room? Yeah, not in the brown room. <laughs> but like many turn-of-the-century buildings, we have our fair share of ghosts. Not the horror movie kind, more of the sort of annoying but harmless kind. <laughs> Since our restrooms... Like my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sort of annoying but harmless kind. Since Because they're not murderers yet. Yeah, well... Yeah. 
Since we'll our see, see how that goes. <laughs> Since our restrooms are located in the basement, we've had a few guests tell us they've experienced quote encounters while using the facilities, especially men who claim that they could feel something brush the backs of their legs while they were using the urinals. Hey, I hope they were just not pissing on themselves. <laughs> Well, most ghostly encounters seem to happen in the basement. Sometimes the spirits make their way up the stairs. There have been a few nights or late nights where I've turned off the lights upstairs, walked down the basements to check on the bathrooms, walked back up the stairs, and all the lights were back on. I was the only one there. Mm. And some customers have claimed to see a lady in a red dress walking across the room in our upstairs pool hall. Lady in red. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was good. Is Dan sitting with me? Cheek, cheek. There's nobody here. It's your fault. Name it. Oh my God. It's just you and me. It's where I ought to be. You don't. I'm sorry, anyway. You started it. Fuck. <laughs> now I'm going to have to listen to that damn song. So a few years ago, we decided to do our own paranormal investigation. A few of our staff members stayed overnight in our basement using a spirit box that supposedly contacts spirits through the use of radio frequency. <laughs> While down there, they asked the ghosts if they knew they are knew where they were. They uh, claim they kept hearing coop coming through the static. They asked who the lady in the red dress was. They heard Isabel. Coincidence? You can watch this video online and decide for I yourself. I watched it. Yeah. And? Yep. Um, you definitely hear, uh, you definitely hear like names and words, like when they ask and like they make sense. So I don't know. It's kind of a cool video. Like really? they, uh, they ask. I think it might be in here. I don't know if the one name. But they would they would like ask, uh, you know, who, how many people are here, and you could hear like eight. It just kept saying eight over and over again. But you could like hear it though? Like you heard it? Some of them were kind of grainy. Like it was like they like it might have been hard to hear on the video, but there was some that you could hear clear as day. And like they asked like names and you could hear someone say, like, I think it was Jack or something like that. Like who's like who's down here with us? And it was like you could hear like Jack. So is it on YouTube? Is it on their website? Yeah, uh, yeah. Website? I'll find them and oh. I'll post the links. Yeah, There's yeah. two videos. There's another one that they talk about too. That's awesome. Yeah. He goes on to say, uh, so a few years ago, we, uh, no, wait, I just did that one. One of the more unsettling things from that night is the video capture of a shadow darting along the wall. Everyone is seated. No one is moving. Who made that shadow? You can watch that video as well and yeah. see if you can figure it out. So that one, I didn't see it at first because, so there's like just a dude like sitting in a chair and then behind him on the wall, you have to be looking at the right spot or you're going to miss it at first. But like, yeah, there's like this weird shadow that kind of like flutters across the wall. And like in the first video, you can see the guy's like sitting in the chair and the, the shadow kind of goes across the wall. And then he like, after a second, he kind of like looks over in that direction. So it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know if the dude heard something, but like the shadow goes across the wall and then he kind of like looks. Like maybe he saw it out of the corner, like of, out of, his the corner eye. of his eye or something, maybe. So uh, that's creepy. Creepy. I'll, I'll get the links to those videos and, and okay. post them up, though. Yeah, so we'll post those up so you guys can watch it and kind of uh, leave a comment. To or if you them. want, you can get to it from their website, from the article, from this part of their website, too. Okay. They have the links to them. So there you have it. My surprise episode. I hope you liked it, John. I actually enjoyed it thoroughly. This one was for you, buddy. A lot of shit I did not know. Okay. I mean, which happens some pretty really much cool, every episode. Some but, really cool history involved. Yeah, but like things that are like super, you know. Yeah. Alcohol and ghosts. I mean, yeah. Like really. Some good history. Throw some guns in there, man. I'm ready to go. Fuck yeah, man. You know what I mean? 
So if you guys are ever near these places, please check them out and let us know that, you know, what you saw, what happened. And of course, tell them that we sent you. Say, hey, we're here because of the midnight train. Sounds, Hell yeah, dude. You know, <clears throat> and if you live in these areas or if you're close to these like breweries. If you've ever or, been to well, these places. Yeah, yeah we'd really love to hear what you guys, yeah, if you know any kind of like details. And tell us how the beer is or moonshine or wine. Yes. We'd like to know. Yes. Before I travel my ass all the way over there and get some shitty ass beer. I mean, we could just go eight hours and fucking get drunk on moonshine and see some ghosts. I think we should do that. I think if we get drunk on moonshine, we're probably going to see ghosts. I mean, whatever, then at least we're guaranteed to see some shit. That's true. <laughs> I'm down. So, yeah, if you guys are around any of these areas, or, hey, if you live in an area that has a brewery that's supposedly yeah, haunted let us know, man. Or, or something I'd like, like to that, find I would some love more. to especially if you're in a different country than Ooh, the U.S. There wa- Oh, that is the other thing I was looking at. Uh-oh. There is uh, supposedly some haunted ones in Montreal that I didn't get in here um, because I want to Montreal, s- Mexico, right? Correct. Okay. Um, I wanted to save it for a bonus episode, and uh, there's there's like a whole section of Montreal that's like just famous for all their hauntings and ghosts and shit like that. Really? So that's gonna be that's gonna be the other bonus episode. That's probably gonna be the next one that I do. All right. It's gonna be sweet. Are we gonna get that before or after you find your computer? Probably before. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely before. Uh, I'm literally like I I was like looking into it a little bit and it's super fucking interesting. Like I really want to do it. Yeah. So we got a lot of Canadian listeners up there. So if it's long enough, I might turn it into an episode. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> I'm gonna look into it a little bit. It'll definitely be a bonus episode and it's gonna be cool as fuck. So cool. I'm excited. Stay tuned for it. Yeah, I'm excited. So all our Canadian listeners you'd be like, hey, I've been there. Hey. Or they'd be like, hey, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either way, <laughs> that's pretty much two choices. So anyway, yes, <laughs> that has been my surprise episode, and it's been awesome. And now, yeah, it is time for my second favorite part of this episode, my first being the episode itself. You know what my first favorite part of the episode is? What's that? When we end it. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the episode. When it's over? Yeah. When we're done? Yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> so guess what? Yeah. It's time for the movies. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show. The movie review. Which top 10 movies will make the cut today? So we are literally going to be talking about the top 10 horror movies. <sighs> this is why I asked you. Fuck. <laughs> Filmed, or the top 10 horror films, should I say, from 1976. And that is important. Why is that important, John? Because that is the year that my mother birthed me from her loins. Oh. Yes, I was born in 1976. So just full disclosure, like I was looking for it on IMDb, and for some reason I can never fucking figure out that website as far as like their rankings for movies from 1970, whatever. I feel like we're just stupid and everyone else gets it. Well, like I looked, I like it was on IMDb for like a half hour trying to figure out how to just get horror movies from 1976. I couldn't figure it out. So Maybe they don't have this, that? This... This here is from like a movie writer, and these are his top 10. But I looked at a bunch of other people's top 10 movies from the same year, and they are pretty much all exactly the same, give or take the order. And his name is Alex Vorkov? Yes. Alex Vorkov. All right. So let's see what Alex has to say about these things here. And this is an actual real guy. <laughs> yes. It's not like, you know. It's not some rando. Not some rando. Well, I mean, he's still rando to us. But... Right. So number 10 is Massacre at Central High. Yeah. Not familiar with this one. Never heard of it. And he says, remember when you were a kid, there were certain movies you used to watch every time they showed up on HBO, or maybe you wore out a VHS copy, or if you're still a youngin', 
scratched up a DVD. Yeah. yeah. Then you kind of forgot about those titles because they drifted into cinematic obscurity. I recently revisited this childhood favorite and was struck by its storytelling and cinematic choices. That is, it's either really smart or really stupid. <laughs> I mean, those are your two choices. I mean, yeah. Does the fact that they are uh, that there are no adults anywhere in the movie have symbolic meaning, or do they just not think of it? Are they exaggerated uh, after-school special acting performance sat uh, satirical, or did the, uh, the director think that's how high school students behave? The message of the film seems to be, quote, you think bullies are bad? Well, if we get rid of all the bullies, the nerds will act even worse. <laughs> I doubt that's the message either way. The film is weirdly fascinating. Somebody smarter than me needs to explain why. So they're just, just at school and all the kids start killing each other? Is that what happens? Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm I feel like sure. he didn't give us a whole insight on what the, the movie was about. Maybe he wants you to watch the goddamn thing. Okay, that was number 10. Number 9 is Eaten Alive. This one I've heard of and I've seen... Okay, it's going to sound weird to say it this way, but I've seen parts and pieces of this movie. Okay. By producing a uh, generational masterpiece right out of the gate, Toby Hooper put himself in a tough spot. How the hell does one follow the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It's nice. True. It's true. You don't really follow no. that. Eaten Alive is a maligned film that in recent years has received a bit of favorable revisionist treatment. I confess I thought poorly of it upon first viewing a few decades, viewing it a first decade, uh, a few decades ago. But like most Hooper films, the more times you watch, the more you realize it has greater substance, satire and social commentary than most originally perceived. I still think it's a lesser effort. So this guy's kind of like a, a prick, you know, a little bit. I think this guy's cooler than Prick, though. Yeah, he does. He doesn't sound as pretentious and asshole as no. Prick does. Number eight, Satan's Slave. What? Enough of the prof uh, the prof uh, the pro uh, profundity? 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 Enough with the bullshit. It's high time I got some real exploitation trash on this list. Satan's Slave offers devil worship, gore, gratuitous nudity, and Michael Go. Gow? Is that Go or Gow? How's it spelled? G O U G H. Gow. Guff. 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 All right. Go. Being go. a right bastard. Like a couple of films I mentioned above, it seems out of place in 1976. Its aesthetic is uh, befitting the grindhouse ethos. Nice. From earlier in that decade. Yeah, uh, the picture of this looks pretty rough. Dude, you see this thing? Yeah, right? yeah. I saw it. Satan's slave. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds awesome. Number seven is God Told Me To. What? Larry I Co haven't seen this one, but I read what he wrote about it. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Actually. Larry Cohen is at, at it again, making exploitation films that have far more substance than anyone on the drive-in circuit asked for. But while It's Alive was partly undone by its uh, his trying to balance a serious character drama with some silly monster baby sequences. I remember It's Alive. Yeah. With the little baby. I do too, yeah. Baby. Oh, shit. God Told Me Too tackles the subject of mass killings committed by otherwise unremarkable people, a much more grown-up and still relevant topic. Yuck. Regardless of its budgetary limitations, the film asks uh, big questions about our need to make sense of things that sometimes don't make sense. It's got a little Wicker Man vibe in that way. Oh, boy. Though delivered in an entirely different vehicle. Okay, that actually... Yeah, it sounds like it might be kind of cool. Yeah, it sounds interesting. It's in the 70s, so you know there's bell bottoms everywhere. I think I've seen this next one. Number six is The Town That Dreaded sun, uh, Sundown. They remade this, I think. Is that? Maybe that's where I, I saw it. I think they that. remade it. This, I'm almost positive they remade it. I've seen the original, though. It's pretty awesome. Okay. So sometimes films that stand out aren't the most polished or stylishly made. We remember them because they're intriguingly offbeat and odd. Deranged is a good example. And just as Deranged, that's a movie, seemed out of place and time in 1974, The Town that's That Dreaded... That's a great movie, by the way. Deranged. deranged. I'm not sure if I've seen that one. 
The town that dreaded sundown does not suggest 1976. Some of the imagery belongs in a grim Italian gallo from five years earlier, particularly <clears throat> the weird kills, you know, death by trombone. What? <laughs> well, other aspects of the film feel, when viewed out of context, dated and clunky, like a 1950s informational film. It all adds up to a unique little entry in our uh, in the horror canon. So, yeah, it's the town that dreaded sundown. So they did do... Okay, so they quote-unquote remade it in 2014, but it was essentially like a, um, a... They call it a meta sequel to the 1976 one. And it's basically a guy, like a copycat type thing. The guy's doing the same shit that the guy in 1976 did. There's a masked guy going around killing people. So it's kind of like a weird like. So what's the remake called? It's the same same name. Oh, the town so yeah, that's, that's got to be what it is. And uh, so it's like, it's not the same movie, so to speak, but it's basically like the dude. It, it, it's like a copycat killer type movie. Like the guy, there's a guy in 2014 going around doing the same thing that somebody did in 1976. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Number five is Squirm. Immediately, I've, see, I've seen this. Makes me not like. I think no. What's the other one? It's like this. Slither. Maybe. Yeah, it's pretty more, premise, more right? recent. No, no, no. It was an older movie. Okay. So what sounds like routine eco horror uh, for the 1970s? A fallen power line causes mutant worms to emerge <laughs> from the ground and attack a town. This almost sounds uh, very. Uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, like uh, the, the, the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, trauma. Trauma. Very yeah. trauma. Yeah. Is, uh, it's a quite bit more than that in the very capable hands of director Jeff Lieberman. It's a pretty good movie. Sure, it's good, slimy fun, but the human drama is legitimately interesting, and it's a well sh it's well shot and assembled production. It's a shame Lieberman never joined the ranks of the horror auteur directors. His first three features, which also include the Cronenberg-esque Blue Sunshine and the backward slasher Just Before Dawn, are all effective in their own ways and point to a versatile talent behind the lens. Mm. Mm. Have to check that one out. Yeah, it's good. Number four, The Tenant. I think I've seen I've this I've heard one. of this one. I've never seen it. Yeah. So this is a this is Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski's uh, best films seem to be those set in confined spaces like Rosemary's Baby, uh, Repulsion, and The Tenant is among them. In fact, it's uh, often thought of as the third film of his unofficial apartment trilogy alongside the two mentioned above. Oh, shit. It's very much of a uh, slow burn psychological horror, which can seem uneventful when you're not in the mood for that sort of film. When you are in the mood, however, dig in. There are many layers to explore and a chilling climax to contemplate. Yeah, I haven't seen this one. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Now, remember, these are all like brought out in 1976. 1976, yeah. So they're going to be really bad in a good way. Yeah. And super dated. Yeah. Kind of like me. Yeah. I'm so old. Number three, The Omen. Oh, boy. Now we're getting into some shit. Yeah, buddy. Now, this is what you expect a Hollywood horror film to look like. Highly polished, broad in scope, and featuring an A-list director and cast. Memorable moments about, uh, abound, but the it's all for you Damien scene is surely one of the high points in oh, genre God. history. It's you and those kids. Yeah. And you like those little kids. That's kind of weird. He's, he's another one that's like, yeah. I don't like him. Let's not take that little bit out that I just said. And... <laughs> yeah, let's, that's Moody, why, you that's, like little kids. <laughs> that's why I kind of skipped over it. But then you just said it again, so there we are. What's that, Moody? You like little kids? <sighs> Love them. You hate little kids in horror movies. Yes. That's what. That's right. My two issues with the Omen and why I don't rank it higher. One of the last act, uh, the last act of the film for uh, far we wait what? One, the last act of the film 
fare weaker than what we preceded it. That doesn't make any sense. Admittedly, a problem with a, quite a few horror movies, but this is a, re a revered classic. Two, style over substance. Whereas Carrie and The Exorcist ask profound questions about religious belief, The Omen is religioso. It uses biblical imagery and themes to be ominous and scary, but their deployment is a superficial parallel rather than a substan uh, substantive metaphor. Yeah, I know. It's just a horror movie. So this guy's getting all fucking deep and weird into it. It's a good movie. I've, I've, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, like, I love it. It's a great movie. The Omen? I like it. I love it. Want some more of it? Oh my God. <laughs> Number two, Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking Europe. <laughs> That's it. Many a day, my friend. Whoa. God, I love Europe. Yeah, With the great. final countdown. So good. God. Anyway, <laughs> so Carrie, you guys have seen Carrie before. I don't have to go through this whole freaking thing. You know, I mean, it's it's Carrie, and it's the she original one. Fuck people up with her mind. Pigs' yeah. blood at the prom, that whole deal. Mm. Her mom was crazy. And plus, Sissy Spacek is a badass actress. Yeah, she's yeah. She's she was bad. also the coal miner's daughter. <clears throat> yeah, she yeah. was. You're right. She's, she's been in a bunch of cool shit. So yeah, it's great. That's number two and number one. Bum, bum, Burnt offerings. There you go. Uh, it says this is a little like a sports draft when all the scouts rank the same two guys at the top. Then the team that owns the first overall pick steps up to the podium and selects guy number three. Perhaps a few other films on this list are artistically superior to Burnt Offerings, but it's horror we're talking about. And this movie scared the crap out of me and the other kids so badly we talked about it for weeks. That hearse driver, plus pairing Oliver Reed and Karen Black in a haunted house movie Dude, Karen is, Black is amazing. I've never heard of this. I've heard of it. And on every list from this year that I that I could bring up, like that was like top three. This movie was in the top three. Burnt offerings. Yeah. All right. I have to I've never seen it though. Okay. I've heard of it, but I've never seen Here, it. Here, I'm on MDB real quick. MDB. Yes. MDB. It says a family moves into a large old mansion in the countryside, which seems to have a mysterious and sinister power over its new residents. Mm -hmm. Okay. I might have to give that a shot. Yeah. It's yeah. on every. It's on all the top ten lists that I saw. It's like top, it's in the top three. Oh, and Karen Black, of course, dude. She's, yeah, she's like great. just in every. She's like a B movie horror queen, dude. Yeah, she's she's a scream queen. She's a scream queen. She's great. So awesome. Anyway, for those of you that don't know, if we're talking about Karen Black, if you've seen House of a Thousand Corpses, she was Mama Firefly. She was the uh, yes, yeah, the evil with a cackle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they got her in the police station and she's all crazy and yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, she's been in a bunch of shit for a long, long yeah. time. Yeah, she was nominated for one Oscar. Really? Yeah. For what? Uh, does it say? It, it, it does. Hold on. Let's I'm see. interested to see what that would be. Let's see. She was nominated for. Oh, she was a uh, best supporting actress. She won for best supporting. Wait a minute. That's she, Golden Globes. Oh, okay. She was nominated for five five easy pieces. Uh, okay, actress. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. And then she won uh, two Golden Globes, uh, one for The Great Gatsby, okay. one, one for Five Easy Pieces. All right. Uh, and then she, aha, yes, she had a Fangoria Chainsaw Award. Perfect. For House of a Thousand Corpses. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. She got that's the only one that matters, really. Grammy Award nominee? What? She, she was awarded, she was nominated for a Grammy? Album of the best original score written for a motion picture or television uh, special, Nashville from 1975 with Keith Carradine. So she wrote music for that? I, I guess so. Unless it, unless she was in it and that was part of the... 
Man, I don't know. It's crazy. All right, well, whatever. She's great. Yeah, she's got a lot of fucking wars. Look at this shit. I see that, Chad. Good for her. She's awesome, man. Good for her. I don't have any awards. Um, I was voted most improved player in my freshman year of high school for soccer. Really? The soccer team, yeah. I don't think I've ever been voted anything ever. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, well. I've got various awards for beard competitions. Does that count? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I got those. I uh, I think I won a scene award one time. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I think so. I don't remember. For what? For the band. What band? Uh, I, th- I want to say it was Burning Vegas. That makes sense because there wasn't much else going on I think, at that time. Did we? Maybe we didn't. I don't remember. Who knows? It was so long ago. because there were no other new bands around then. So and was, nobody gives a won shit. By, anyway. You won by default. Yeah, and no one gives a shit. Maybe. I was say if eight people voted for you, you won. So Maybe we just fucking were nominated. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's possible. I feel like you would have remembered if you won. Hmm. No. <laughs> no, I don't think I would. Fair anyway. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway. So that was my secret episode from Moody. Yeah, buddy. And that was a cool little twist. I like that. I, I like, hope you liked it. Yeah, I liked I, it. I, I liked that you did. did that. And so you know what that means, though. What does that mean? Um, what are we doing next week? I have no fucking you idea. You have no idea, do you? So listen, I have uh, I have two that I really want to do for next week. Okay. What do you got, bro? Well, I feel like one's going to be way more in-depth than we need to start working on it now. Okay. So it's either the, the since he just did Haunted Brewery, so I kind of want to like get away from that. Okay. But Haunted Rock Venues, I was thinking. Haunted Rock Venues would be okay. cool. Or we jump into MK Ultra and Project Monarch. I'm going to need more time than a week for That's that. That's what I'm saying. That one might end up being like a two-parter. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. So you know what? We'll let you guys know what we're going to do. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be a good... A, a listener surprise. Another, another surprise for you guys. Because, again, yeah, yeah. we actually have quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, we stuff. got a lot of stuff to, yeah, to so look at. We'll see. Yeah. The we'll... Uh, the one that I added, the one that uh, is going to be possibly a uh, uh, bonus, maybe a regular episode, is is the Ghosts of Griffintown is what it is. That's the one, the Montreal it, stuff. Is that where Peter lives? No, it's not. <laughs> That's Quahog. Lois. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it down. Is, is it working at all? It's not bad. Eh. It's not bad. It could be better? Yeah. Okay, I'll work on it. Anyway, so, so what's about Griffintown? What is that? That's that area in Montreal that's like famous for all their ghosts. Oh, that's what it's shit. called? Yeah, yeah. It's Griffintown? Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. So anyway. Yeah. What a fun little I, uh, episode. I hope you enjoyed your episode. I did. You know, we've been some doing really, some heavy some stuff really lately. really cool history in there. Yeah. It was nice to do something kind of a little lighthearted. Yeah. Okay, so we've been doing some heavy shit. There's I some mean, really cool history. There's talking about freaking and... Don't Be a DeSalvo. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, get your Don't Be a DeSalvo t-shirt. It's freaking amazing. I know a couple of people picked them yeah. up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like I'm people... gonna, that's probably going to be... I, I know I keep saying it, but I, I got to get that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. You got to get the Don't Be a DeSalvo shirt. The don't Be a DeSalvo is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's so just basic and whatever. It, yeah. It's just a fucking beautiful shirt. <laughs> it is one of those like conversations. Like People be like... The hell does that even mean? Yeah. Who's the Salvo? Like, it kind of speaks for itself if you know serial killers, because yeah. you're like, well, yeah, you don't want to be the Salvo, mm-hmm. right? But then like other people be like, what? Who's? <laughs> the hell does that mean? I don't get it. Then you can explain to them and then then tell them to listen to the podcast. Steer them in our direction. Absolutely. Conversation starters. We love it. Yes. So if you do want to get one of those T-shirts, stop on over to our official website. That's the midnighttreenpodcast.com. And over there, like I said, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Yeah, man. Like the Don't Be a DeSalvo, plus, you know, the Jersey Raccoon. That's a good one. The shit-eating robot T-shirt. Girl, the Deuce Destroyer. Yeah. And now I have to come up with the poop shirt. <laughs> 
It's it's coming. It's coming. I, I promise you, I will have a poop. I'm gonna spend all this money on my own goddamn t-shirts. <laughs> Say what? I'm gonna spend all this money on my own goddamn t-shirts. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's literally gonna be all your. Um, yeah, your just putting it on it's like t-shirts. That's like a band buying its own shirt. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Promote yourself. Whatever. It's cool. So anyway, yes, we're going to have more t-shirts coming up all the time. Yeah. And listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, what's if you like the, uh, what's the best way to keep the steam in our engines, well, John? If they like what they hear from us, Mr. Yeah. Moody, consider yeah. please consider being a producer Ooh. of the show by heading over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or go to Patreon. Excuse me. https Forward slash. Forward slash. Common. www. Here's a semi colon. 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 Double slash. Yeah. Colon. HTTP. S. Oh. It's secure. Oh. It's secure. Well, that's good because then you know. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God! Is it just we're tired or what? What is going it's on? Probably, it's probably I've probably. barely gotten any sleep lately, dude. I just By the way, a goddamn hockey game. I am uh fully oh. vaccinated. Yeah, you're fully evacuated. Yeah, I'm fully <laughs> evacuated right now. I'm fully vaccinated. Good job, buddy. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I finally went and uh, we got it all done. And Good for you, and I'm going to the fucking NFL draft. That's awesome. I'm super stoked about that. Good. Apparently, Kings of Leon are playing. Yay. I'm so stoked about that. My wife is, though. Your sex is on fire. Your socks are on what? No, no. Sex. It's like the only thing that I know from them. They have that song and some other shitty songs. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. But, you know, who is also playing? Who? Ann Wilson. From Heart? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's worth it. I know. Right there, I was like, I'm sold. But not only that, but being in an inner circle during this whole fucking thing, and it's, we've never. Inner circles playing? (laughs) <laughs> is it bad boy bad boy <laughs> yeah. what you gonna yeah. do what you gonna do they had another one too they had another song it was... sorry you people don't want to listen to me do cops that. come on man yeah yeah it's amazing cops was before whatever. <laughs> how it goes cops was filmed live on location yeah I, they were actually in my the old men and women of law enforcement <laughs> they were in my old neighborhood once oh yeah yeah i thought i thought they were actually shooting my cousin but it wasn't how would they shoot your cousin I don't know. He fucks up sometimes. I don't like, know. like actually shooting your cousin? Yes. I thought it was the my cousin. The cops were shooting your cousin. They, they were shooting at somebody, and I thought it was my cousin because it was in my neighborhood. <laughs> Not even joking. I swear. I swear. It's funny that you just assume that it's... I mean, it looked like him. Oh, you saw this happen? It was on cops. Oh, shit. It was okay. on cops, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's... And I'm not going to say his name, because I'm yeah. not going to throw him under the bus. Uh, but I was like, oh, shit, and then they caught him and whatever, and I was like, oh, that's not him. Nice. I thought it was him. Whatever. Anyway, you could go to patreon.com, of course, forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast, and since we're adults, we cuss a lot and all that shit, but anyway. We do. For, you know, like five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of cool shit, like a that's custom it? shirt. Custom, yeah, it's that's like nothing. Nothing. <sighs> And there's there's higher tiers if you want to go higher. There or, are. Or if wow. you just want to give a dollar a month, you can do that too. Can you do a custom amount? I, I don't think so. I don't maybe. No, I don't I just wonder. You can do that know. over at PayPal. Oh. So if you were like, listen, I want to give these guys six dollars and sixty six cents. That would be sweet. Someone give us six dollars and sixty six cents. You can do that That'd by be awesome. going over to PayPal and just sending it over to the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com. And you can send six dollars and sixty cents sixty six fucking hell over. <laughs> and I will say your name <laughs> on the show. 
Yeah, I will. Along with our Patreon producers, of course, who are way amazing. So, and anyway, maybe, you know what? If you if you give us six dollars and sixty six cents on PayPal, we'll send you some shit too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we're working on the uh, the stickers too. Yeah, we'll send you some stuff. The the because that's awesome. The hashtag safe for Moody stickers are coming. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I have them. I have them all. Go and uh, those are going out to producers. You know, for free. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, so if you want to be a producer and you want your hashtag safe from Moody, so when he finally so when I lose snaps, my shit, you'll be okay. You'll be safe. Those stickers will be coming to you. Everyone else, it'll, it'll be on the website. So if you want to grab awesome. one, you can grab your safe from Moody sticker. Right. It's gonna and it's hashtag safe from Moody. Beautiful Moody too. So I want this to become a thing. It's like the Facebook, like safe from Hurricane whoever. Exactly. But yeah. it's safe from Moody. Beautiful. Yeah, it's it's coming. So yeah. So if you want to be, get one of those stickers for free and all kinds of other cool shit, yeah. like all the bonus materials, sign up over at Patreon. Just go to our website, the Midnight Dream Podcast dot com dot com <laughs> dot com and sign up. And I went there the other day. I was checking it out because yeah. I hadn't been there in a while. Yeah, it's cool. It's I not got, bad. I need to go in there and revamp it a little bit and kind of yeah. spruce it up a little bit. Yeah. It's so dark. We need more pictures of us. Yeah, we. There's none on there. There's none. There's no pictures of us. I mean, who who was it that the other day was just like they watched the video? They're like, oh, that's what you guys look like. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's us. We're ugly, whatever. That's, you know, that's why there's no pictures. Right. So anyway, sign up. Tell your friends. Takes only a couple of minutes of word of mouth. That's how we're going to keep getting more passengers on this train and continue to bring you guys more episodes. It's true. We cannot thank you enough for all the love and support we have received. You, uh, you guys really do keep this train moving, and we cannot we're thank almost, you enough. You guys... We're almost to 100 episodes because you 100 guys. episodes and we still don't know what the fuck we're doing yeah no that's true you know you want to do the mk ultra for 100 maybe bring uh mr uh jeffrey back in you can get them all fuck it up <laughs> give him some lsd <laughs> <laughs> slip him some fucking lsd and bring him in for now hey guys how's it going hey dude here's a beer why is it already open it's okay. Don't worry about yeah, it. It's fine. That'll be a fun episode. Oh, it's a breathman. Here you go, buddy. Yeah, it'll be fun for us. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do that. Yeah, we'll maybe. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. You have no idea how much it means to us. I know this episode, this ep- I'm off a little bit today only because it's been, uh, uh, this whole weekend's been crazy. It was a for surprise me. episode, too. And it was a surprise episode. You guys I mean, just... literally heard me give him the notes. Yeah. 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 For real. Like they literally shot <laughs> during over the drink during pop. the drink pop. Yeah. And it's just been, it's been crazy. So thank you guys for dealing with us, for listening to us, and for hopefully, you know, not leaving. <laughs> hopefully you're still a part of what and we you do. You know what? If you do leave, fuck you. No, he doesn't mean that. No, no. Yeah, I right. do. Yeah, yeah, fuck I you. I do mean yeah, that. Yeah, how about that? How about that? But the rest of you guys, <laughs> you're fucking amazing and we love you so much. And a very, very special thank you to our super, super fucking hell, superhero Patreon producers. <laughs> We've got to get the fucking... I forgot the kazoo. I just thought about it. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. All right. So we... It's new producers, and it's so awesome. Thank you, guys. First and foremost to uh, Janet Sherrill, Heather Gilmore, Laura Randall, Tommy Fenderbosch, Chad Flint, Cheryl Pierce, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box, which we are setting up something to officially be on the Fun Box podcast, and he's going to be on the Midnight Train with us. yeah, yeah. So we are officially working. I can't say officially yet. Is it it this one? Which one? Nope. Oh, good there it is. There for it is. you. There we go. I love how you hit the train. What, don't we have button anyway? Yeah, no. This is- 
That's pretty much the episode today. That's the whole episode today. <laughs> but also to Christina Skelton, Jessica Bartolome, who host the Sister Skelton podcast. Sisters. Sisters Skelton. Skelton. You can find the Sister Skelton <laughs> everywhere you listen to podcasts. Not the Sisters Skelton, because I'm, or Skeleton, because I'm starting that podcast myself. <laughs> and it's literally just going to be me the entire time just talking shit. If they were smart, they would get that domain name as well. Yeah, what's the, sis- amount of, the amount of times you say that? The sisters, sisters, sister skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> not even their name. It's so fucked up. Anyway, we love them. Make sure you're checking them out. <laughs> also to Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, Craig Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney Bachelor, Katie Bremenick, and our boy Bill Birch, who is doing much better. And uh, he's yeah, turning good. fifty. So happy birthday, Bill. Fifty. The big five zero. God. Yeah. Wow. Oh. He's older than. He's halfway to Chainsaw. <laughs> we love you, Chainsaw. You son of a bitch. That was pretty. That was good. Yeah, that's that was good. <laughs> you know what? He's gonna kill you before you get to kill anybody else. That's fine. Same. That's fine. He's going, yeah, that's fine. We'll join the join the get in line, dude. <laughs> it's good. You're, I'm just gonna make you a sticker that just says "Save from Chainsaw." <laughs> That's that's the one you have. Yeah. He can't read. <laughs> Jeez. So if Love you want you. your name to be mentioned on the show, sign up as a member on our website or become a Patreon producer. Or actually we're doing just the Patreon producers now because we have so many just people signing Patreon, up. Yeah. So many people signing up on the our, list is so damn yeah, long on the It's getting longer and longer every day. Yeah, that awesome. It's almost half the episode. So thank you guys so much for doing that. And uh, you know, hopefully you guys dig what we do and what we did today and you know normally it's a little bit more uh i guess kind of focused i guess i'm more focused i just it's been fucking crazy lately and one of these days maybe i'll get into it it with everybody it was a surprise episode but it was fun you know it was fun i enjoyed it i'm glad you liked it i figured you would i didn't and if you guys didn't guess what fuck off you can kiss the right side of my asshole also i just want to say this just kidding if you guys go to any of these places or you like check them out or anything like that. You go to their websites. Make sure you let them know we sent you. Yeah. Because we're still looking for beer sponsors. Yes. Yes. Hi Life, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm talking to Brewing Project. I know Bill High Life is listening right now. He better fucking. <laughs> Bill High Life? Yeah, that's the guy who invented High Life. Is that the guy who owns it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. His name's Bill High Life? Bill High Life. It'd be Halife. No, no, it's just High Life. It is High Life. Well, it was Halife, but then when he moved to America, he, he had changed to change it to it. High Life. Yeah, that makes, that to makes, make it a more Americanized. Makes much more sense. Yeah. So it's not Miller. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's not Miller. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Oh, my God. We love you guys so much. And as always, choo-choo, motherfuckers. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Ask yourself, will anyone care?